What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. On my high school team, we have five guys make the NBA. We have the county rocking. It's the mecca of basketball. There are those who come before us upon whose shoulders we stand. It's nothing that you can do to stop a competitive edge. It's just in the water. Welcome back to a special quarantine edition. We got a real special guest. What's up with your Brody with the virtual handshake? I'm going to tell y'all something that I never told nobody. I want all the smoke. Welcome back to a special quarantine edition of All the Smoke. Oh, yeah, you on one today. Jack, hey, it was a good morning, bro. It was a good morning. I'm ready to rock. Oh, I had my leftover. brother's on one today. This is going to be a good day. I had barbecue tri-tip yesterday and then had a leftover for this morning for a burritos, motherfucking breakfast burrito. It was, ooh, I'm ready. What's up with you, though, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good now. You, you done woke me up. You, you in a good mood? Yeah. I'm in a good mood. I'm ready to rock. You in a good mood? I'm, I'm in a great mood, man. I'd like to welcome, man, a former teammate of mine. Ah, uh, man, the NBA Iron Man. 22 years. <laughs> half man, half amazing. Uh, my friend, our brother, Vince Carter, man. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's up, man? What's, what's up, my brother? Man, I'm we, good, we, man. Hey, what's going on with y'all? We, we finally tra- tracked this man down as a busy man, right? This motherfucker been in the league 22 years, a busy man. Man, doing this, doing that. I can't stay off the golf course. Well, I can't yeah, stay man, off the golf I see. course, but you know how I go. Yeah. You know how I, I see. Go. That's how I see. That's how I... It's crazy because I don't think people know that's really you on Instagram. You know what I mean? So Because it trips me out. like okay. you know. I know you're okay with it, but I'm like, you're out here posting these golf. <laughs> you're out here posting these golf. Like, you're on the golf course every single day. Every day. Every day. That's toast- all, I mean, it's, you know, with, with how the league goes, you know, here, there, everywhere, you got to find something to kind of just to chill and, and, and get away from it also. Single digit? Yeah. Single digit, boy. I go to practice. Single digit. Control. 
Yeah, nine. I'm, I'm we nine right now. We were trying to explain to Jack what what uh, a nine handicap is. Know he what that is. He didn't get it, but I just told him all he needs to do is keep the joints rolled, and he can drive the golf cart and play the music. Yeah. We'll be good. Hey, when you, hey, when you just, say handicap, you know I only know one handicap. I, don't, <laughs> you know, I, don't, I, don't, I can't feel, I can't hey, fathom that. So when we hit the ball down the fairway, we just you know we all right we to, good. Yeah, we yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we get there. I see you wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, shirt. I know you've been a fan for a long time. We played in Orlando man. in 2010. I mean, we took a road trip down there and checked the game out. Y'all boys looking good these yeah. days, though, because y'all was some ass hey, back then. Uh, was, yeah, we was some shit. But check, right, first of all, let's back up. I'm glad to hear you actually acknowledge that and say that because so during the draft and prior to it, I, I put a post on Twitter like, okay, we up, we were getting ready to draft. And you see, it's, you see some of these people talking about, man, Oh, he a bandwagon fan? Nah, nah, bro. Nah. I've been with these boys since Vince we been riding some, for the Bucks since they were some dogs. Shit. Yeah, some dogs, some, some like, baby, some real, hot bro. baby shit. Yeah, and nah. I was, I mean, I'm talking about like, I was there faithfully, been rooting it was for down. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, took me to a game. Williams we played Orlando. Yeah, we yeah, took man, a long, so. we took that, we took that drive down from uh, Orlando to Tampa Bay. So Brady, I mean, explosive offense, you get Gronk wants to come back. I'm hearing rumors about A.B., I mean, what's your? I mean, you know, Jack is a big Cowboy fan. Percy Harvin want to come over. I heard Percy Harvin. The headaches have subsided a little bit. He wants to come back right. and fuck with you guys. I mean, it sounds like you guys are about to beat the shit out of Dallas next year. What you think? Damn. Jack, hey, you first think? of all, we just gotta we got we gotta <laughs> handle business in our division. You know, the Saints have been a pain in the ass for a while. The Falcons has has you know disappointed us. Uh, we have some disappointing games, so. We back, baby. Yeah. No, I like I like Dallas, I was, but I like I like Tampa Bay, man. I had a blessing. You know, I was a big time Warren Sapp fan. Right. And the year the year we won the championship, they won the Super Bowl championship. So I was able to party with them. Oh three. Uh, Derek Brooks, yeah, D. Smith, Warren Sapp, all them guys, man. Hey, hey, that was a wild team, bro. When I tell you that was a wild team, yeah. Yes, sir. That was a wild team. Yes, sir. That was Gruden, right? That was the one Gruden popped up over there, won the chip, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So tell beat us what the Raiders, they, bro. They yeah, beat the yeah. Raiders and they ended up going to the Raiders right after that. Crazy. Crazy. But anyway, tell us uh, what's your present day, what's your home routine like with the wife and kids, and like you said, you get out and golf a little bit. What's what's the oh, new norm man. for you? Uh, he said, "Oh man." <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's romper room. It's just you go, 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 and then midday, get outside, fresh air, do a little working out. Just trying to stay stay young as possible. You know how it is, man. At, mm-hmm. at this age. Uh, and just waiting, just really waiting, and and I got <laughs> I got two little putting mats in the house, mm. uh, so I just do that with with little man because he's addicted. Y'all think I'm? Addicted. Oh, he lo- he loves golf, bro. He's addicted to it. I two love things it. he does is he loves his basketball and golf, and that. And I mean, we have like I got all these different little putting devices and hitting devices for him, so we can't get on the range. So he'll go shoot, he'll go shoot his basket, and you're like, Dad, let's go putt, let's go hit. And that's what we do, and that's all. That's, that's what's up. How old is he? How yeah. old is that one? He's three now. So basically, wow. yeah, he's 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 all in. He's all. Can you in. imagine like us? Can you imagine no. us getting that kind of guidance at that? Yeah, like golf is one of them things. If he no. picks it up young, he's gonna be a monster. Like like Steph. I mean, like look how like how Steph yep. is right now with it. Like, so, yeah. Uh, he he just he loves it. He loves watching. He wants me to video him. So wow, I, uh, he's so at night, bro. So at night, he literally asked to watch himself. At night. I love the it. The two things. So every night before bed, guaranteed, he's like, Dad, can I watch you dunk? And, and he's like, <laughs> can I watch him? He watches every dunk video that's out there. 
he has seen. And he's three. I love it. I Every love night. It. It's crazy. So it's, 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 it's cool for me, especially during quarantine and, you know, you, retirement's around the corner and, you know, you like to reflect and, and remember the good old days and trip down memory lane. So I, I take a trip down memory lane every night. That's dope. Because thanks, thanks to him. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So, I mean, like you said, retirement is right around the corner. Where do you think the NBA is at and is your career possibly over? I think it's done. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all the way 100 with you. I, I, I do. I mean, I just think safety first. Uh, just listen to the NBA. Sometimes you got to read between the lines when they say it, but... Uh, I, I, I think safety's first and they're just going to ride, ride this thing out until they figure out how to, to, to make things safe for the playoffs. And maybe we get three to five games and that's it. So I'm, I'm, in my mind, retired Vince is, is here and that's why I, uh, my golf game looking good right now. So you, you feel <laughs> like they'll do a quick three to five game for, for, what, the, play, for the playoff teams only, for everybody? I think everybody get a chance to kind of uh, to, to play, but mm-hmm. I think it's just a warm-up game so these guys don't get hurt for the playoffs because, as we know, the playoffs is money time. You know, mm-hmm. that's, where you, that's where you make your name. That's where you make your money. That's, you know, where, where legacies and, 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 and great things are built. So if they want the best possible product on the court, so why not give these guys a chance to play and kind of get through the Kings because we've been away from basketball for a month. And as you know, when you get hurt and come back, it's like you've been away forever. Yeah. So just imagine, just imagine right. away from basketball and really can't work out like that. So these guys, we're going to need that. Talk to us what you think it would be like if you guys were in playoff contention right now, how long do you feel like you guys would need to really, what would be an adequate time? You're saying three to five games probably for the sake of time. We say as players, like, we need to re- completely restart that engine, like you said, because right. you can stay in shape, but you can't simulate practice and you can't simulate no games for thing. nothing. I don't care what no right. one says. So yeah. ideally, if, if time wasn't, uh, you know, the, the main key. How long would you feel like players would need to get back ready to the playoffs? It depends on the player. Now, you're talking about 43-year-old me? I'm going to need some time. <laughs> That's just straight facts. These young guys, you know, I'm, I'm with a bunch of young guys, so they bounce back and they can get prepared and kind of get in shape a little faster than than the OG. So uh, I'm going to need that good three weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. just being real, you know, just to kind of get your legs under. I mean, if you want to play, especially, like you said, getting ready for the playoffs. So if, if right. you want to be as good as possible, right. you know, let me get let me get a month of basketball. Just like, because I agree. You, just, you struggle through playoff, I mean, uh, preseason games. Right. Like, you, you build up. You ain't trying to go 110 in the first preseason game. It just don't work that way. Right. right. Let's talk about your reflections on the 2020 class, the Hall of Fame class. Uh, you got... KG, you got my KG. boy TD. Yeah, and you got Kobe, man. Talk about that. I've been blessed um, to play against all of them, and I know what they can do firsthand. Mm-hmm. And I hear both of y'all talk about it often, about how special they are to the league. For these young guys now, there's always a debate, and the debate can go on and on and on about who's the best at what position. But I was like, it's tough for me to listen to, to, to some of the younger generation say who's the best when you've never seen TD Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan do what he's done. When and you see prime. the energy, exactly. Mm. When you see, mm. you know, I played against, I played against Tim in college. <laughs> you feel me? So I played with Cole in high school mm-hmm. till till his last mm. days. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I played. I grew up with KG in high school. Mm. We came mm. out the same time. So these are guys, like, I, this is yeah, exactly. So I, I, I salute these guys, and it's well deserved. And, they are what we had them touted to be first ballot. Um, that's a cold class right there, boy. Mm, mm, cold, cold, <laughs> cold class. 
Cole Classic. We've been asking people, you know, obviously with the, lo the loss of our brother Cole, um, to kind of reflect and if they had any good stories or, or best stories or memories with Cole. Can you share, uh, one, or, you know, one story or a couple stories that stand out in particular about Cole? All right, so uh, I remember Cole's first day on our uh, AAU team. So I played... AAU in Patterson with Tim Thomas and our, our squad. We were playing. Uh, I remember playing. Yeah, we were playing against uh, Elton Brand and those. And Cole comes comes to the squad. And the first couple of games he wasn't starting, coming in doing his thing still. And then Big, Big Bean pops came up. He's like, hey, hey, it's Cole. It's my young fella. He deserves to be out there. He's just as good as whatever. So I remember Cole's first game playing the point. Coming down, gets the half court, boom, pull up, shoots the air ball. We like, bro, what's good? Step in a little bit, you know? All right. <laughs> Step in a little bit. <laughs> Come down to that set, boom, boom. One, two at the half court next time, all net. Like his confidence, he's like, bro, I can hit that. That's just nothing. That's my, you know, it was just that mentality at that age. Mm, early on. And on his first, second game playing with this team, it wasn't like, let me fit in. You know, right. Tim Thomas is <laughs> Tim right. Thomas is number one in his class. I'm top five. He like, bro, I belong. Uh, and we knew that. We knew who he was. Obviously, we don't have social media, but you knew who Kobe Bryant was. So, mm -hmm. it, it, fast forward to how we get into like our third, fourth game. We started beating people by 50, 60 points a game. Like, mm. because of what he did. He was our point guard mm. at 6'6". Then we had Tim, who could be a point guard at 6'10". They right. just throwing me lives all day. Like it was just it was just fun, and then I I, I jumped forward to our our professional career, just playing against him. And you know, obviously, I've heard you both talk about him to exhaustion about his mentality, uh, knowing knowing him and seeing him as a young kid, uh, a high school kid, and then and see him in the pros and just how how that just increased to the next level. I tell you what, man, I want to talk about him after all of this, and I got the chance to talk to him um, in New Jersey. Uh, we were playing the Nets, and we sat and talked. This is after retirement, just seeing and talking to him. And I was just like, man, you good? How's our retirement? He was like, he's at peace. He's happier than he's ever been. So to know Cole mm -hmm. as the killer that he he was, and he didn't give a shit about nobody. Like, we we played against each other. We, we've had times we were about to go face-to-face -to -face and fight each other in, in the game, but he, he, it's whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's you respect that. So you knew every time you played against him, you had to bring it. So... But to talk to him afterwards and see like the change and he's like, man, like he looked at life different and he's just all he wanted to do is for his kids and he enjoyed coaching. And that that helped me in my transition uh, preparing for retirement, because in the beginning of the year, that a couple of games you came to in the beginning of the year, I couldn't mm -hmm. say retirement because I wasn't mm -hmm. ready to accept it. I wasn't yeah. ready to accept it. And then we played. Yeah. We played that had that conversation. I'm like, bro, if if one of the dudes who who. who one of the best to do it and just eat, sleep, and live winning mm -hmm. can be at, at peace. peace now. I can I can mm -hmm. I can say retirement because it's mm -hmm. gonna be okay. Cause it's like, you know, I 22 years, bro. I've been doing this for Man. 22 years straight. Man. Man. You see what I'm saying? That's <laughs> Every amazing, day. Vince. Yeah, That's amazing, yeah, thank bro. you. Man. What's next? Amazing, bro. You know what's next. You know what I'm doing like, next. Man, Little broadcasting. But people don't understand, like, oh, you definitely got to do that. But I'm saying, people don't understand, like, that's just like when people do 20 years in jail. When they get out, they institutionalize. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, no. they don't know what to do. That's, that's a they fact. That's a fact. Do. So playing basketball in the NBA 20 years, 20 right. plus yeah. years, bro, 
what else is it? Right. Crazy. So that's that. That's why it was just so tough to admit, or not admit, but just to say the word retirement, because it's like, okay, when that last game and I hang, I dropped them shoes for the last time, you walk back into what we consider the real world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, all right, I don't have to go work out. That routine is over with. What do I do? I got the opportunity to talk to him. I got the opportunity to talk to Dirk, two guys that, that played 20-plus years and just kind of put me at ease, understanding, like, all right, bro, yeah, it's, it's an adjustment period. Like, you guys can say it. Like, it's an adjustment period. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I, I don't have to hoop no more. And I'm going to miss it. Like, just because I said I want to retire, I am retired, that didn't mean I'm going to miss it. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I'm fighting with. So that's the kind of the thing. So I'm, I'm thankful that I have golf. It's something that's a competitive sport for me that, that it, it's, you got to work at that every day. You ain't no, like, step away from it and come back. Like, I know when I get back, I ain't played in three weeks, so I get out there, I'm going to be trash. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the, I, that, that helps. Exactly. But that helps me kind of accept and, and be, be one with, first of all, how it all ended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all. And then that, Are you at it, peace with that? Reality. I am. Not to cut, not to cut you off, but are you no, at peace? No, you, you, hit your, you, I, you hit your last, you hit your last shot of you know, and then the season's been canceled since. Are you at peace with with, with yeah. the way it in? I mean, longest. So, who's who's the longest tenure? Is it you? Is it Kareem? Who has the who's I, played the most years ever? I did. Damn. Congratulations. Yeah, I passed, I passed him this year. Okay. I passed Congrats. him this year. So uh, uh, Kevin Willis was uh, one of them. Uh, yeah. Who else, on that, uh, who else we had? Uh, so it's like four, it was four people that day. We're playing the Knicks and the game's going on. Whatever near the end of the game, we heard about Gobert at halftime, and it ain't really, it ain't really click that this could possibly be the last game. So we get to the fourth quarter, and you know, players start talking like, "Damn, this might be it for the mm-hmm. year. They might shut it down, and, and that might be it." So I'm like, "Ah, bro, you know, yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy." Get to about five minutes left in the game. And a couple of players, Dwayne Dedman was like, bro, this is your last game of your career, bro. How you feel mm. about it? I, I didn't even think about it. I was like, damn, wow. it might be. So they started chanting, we want Vince, we want Vince. I'm like, bro, nah, I'm chilling. I'm cool. I'm chilling. You know, game almost over, you know, whatever. whatever. We were losing. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's all good. You know, I'm like, they going to shut it down for a couple of weeks, game come back. Get down to the last minute and a half. And they started chanting again. And, and, and the LP... He looked at me, he was like, yeah, on in. And, at that, <laughs> and then at that second, bro, it just hit me like, this might be it for real. All right, I'm going to go. Because I didn't want to go. I wasn't going. And then I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to go. And as I checked in and walked out there, it was just like chills, bro. It's just like that, you know, you asked, if you asked me at the beginning of the season, you asked me at, at All-Star break, like, what's the ending going to feel like? What's your last game gonna feel like? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I'm react. We all go. We all handle it different. And my second to last home game would have been at Toronto. So that'd have been our third to last game of the season, and obviously our last game at home against Cleveland. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, bro, I don't know how I'm gonna handle that. So I go out there in the game, and I was like, bro, just in case, just in case, this is your last game. <laughs> Fire off. Shoot it like you've done mm-hmm. it before. And, and yeah. bro, I've been already sitting there for uh, two hours. the whole two four. Yeah. Hours. yeah. So so they were like, yeah, you want to go for a dog? I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I want to make my last. <laughs> so I was just like, hey, line that three up and shoot it. Shoot it with mm-hmm. confidence. And it, it was like, it was refreshing. It's like a satisfaction uh, just to see that ball go in. You know, I was just like, thank God that went in. And, you know, you deal with it. And when we get in the locker room in the back, reality kind of hit. Like, I, I was like, this is it, bro. Like, it's something just told me this is it. 
And I'm cool with it. You know, I appreciate everybody out there like, man, this is not the way that you should you should end your career. And I agree. I agree. It's not uh, the storybook ending, but everything in life is not a storybook ending. You learn to deal with it. And I, I've dealt with it. I'm cool at this point. Talk to us about playing across the span of four decades. Like, that sounds man. crazy as hell. It's crazy because, you know, I look at, like, I'm watching, you know, The Last Dance, bro. And like we all doing. And I look at all the players that's on the court <laughs> in that time. And I was like, bro, I played against every damn one of them. All of them. All of them. Every last one of them. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I just, I, I'm thankful I've seen illegal defense change. I've seen the zone implemented. <laughs> I've seen the game get faster. I, I, you know, I remember the East Coast was, shoot, I, I stat, you know about this. Uh, the East the East was physical. The West was up-tempo. Yes. Y'all know, both of y'all, shit, yep. both of y'all. You know Last what I'm saying? How, yep. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. And now you look yep. at, that's just how it is everywhere. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just crazy just to kind of see how time changed and, and, and just the league getting younger and younger. I'm, I'm playing against players that I'm, I'm older than, you know, a teammate, Trey's, Trey's dad. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm playing crazy. against former teammates, kids, Dale Curry. Dale Curry was my teammate. <laughs> playing against his son, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just stuff like that. Like, bro, I've been around. <laughs> that's a blessing, though. That's, a blessing. that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm about to say. I'm, I'm, it's just so, so crazy, dope. and I'm, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful for that, for that, you know, for that opportunity and to still play this game. And that's the, every year I come in, it's like, okay, I might not jump higher than everybody and whatever, but I know the you game. You still jump higher than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, but you know, I just, I just, that's just, it's just like I, I, every time I saw you, what, what's one of the things I said to you, Stat? Every time I'm trying to hold it down for the, I'm trying for to the hold OGs. it down. Yeah, you know, OGs, it, yeah. same thing when I saw you, I was like, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, I know how, how playing against y'all back in the day and how we loved it and competed mm-hmm. against each other. Like, I hate playing against both of y'all. That's just what it was. <laughs> but it, it made for great competition. And, and, and right. obviously, the longer you play and the game has changed, we know that. And it ain't like it used to be. You know, because mm-hmm. I hated both of y'all motherfuckers. But I tell you what, <laughs> you appreciated the, the you appreciated the competition, and it, it took playoffs to the next level. Stat, yeah, you remember our, uh, you remember our battles when you played man, with the Pacers? Yeah, but you y'all swept saying? us. But y'all swept us in Orlando. I mean, you I, and Matt, y'all swept us. I will go say I will, I will go get that later. <laughs> I, I, yeah. That was the one. Hey, that was hey, that, that, that was the one for me because the other games was battles. But that's that what I'm saying. Year, like y'all dominated us. Y'all shit. Beat that wasn't the even close. Dog shit out of y'all. <laughs> hey bro, <laughs> we was we killing eight, one. We went eight and zero. Oh. We went eight and zero. Oh. But like that, that's what I'm saying. That's the beauty about it because I remember Matt. I'm gonna take you back. Speaking of Orlando, so that year you remember playing Memphis and Matt about to get me thrown out because like it, it just like Matt's energy. We know how it is and. He was yeah. about to get into it with the big fella from uh from Memphis by the time. Uh, to beat. I was about to whoop to, his big ass. To beat. Man, Habib, bro, Habib, Habib. Nah, to that, beat. Yeah. From, from UConn. So he yeah. could be yeah. pushing. He started pushing everybody. We, bro, I, I watched that a couple of days ago. I was like, man, this man about, we just about to get ejected just because. Like, it's just, it just, it's just a man. different game. And Way it's just different. love. Like, and I really had appreciation for playing against both of you, obviously playing two stints with Matt, you know, and I want to talk about Orlando. that real quick. Like, yeah, just... Yeah. You know the love and and for the game, and you remember, we had probably twenty eight team uh, different teammates. That oh, year. we depleted. People don't understand like how many people got hurt, how many people came to our team. Like who's it? Like maybe me, you, and maybe two other people are the only it. ones yeah. that made it through the whole From season. From the beginning of the season, like, that was an Outside of that, we're bringing in season, guys for bro. ten days. Guys coming in at ten days, starting, starting in playoff games. <laughs> playoff playoff games. games. You know, and I remember uh, coach was like, "You guys, you know, if you want to 
chill, you know, chill and, and not play hell some no. minutes, whatever. I was like, hell no, like, hell bro, like, no. this is this ain't that, you know. So it, mm-hmm. it, it just was appreciation of yeah. how how the league is now and, and what what we've been a part of. So over four, four decades, it's like, bro, you know, I've Amazing, seen it all. Bro. I've seen a change, and you know, it's it's, it's been it's been it's been fun. You yeah, did it with grace, Pop, bro. I remember Pop told me you can't bring a spoon to a knife fight when we was playing Man. San Antonio in the first round, bro. We battled our ass off. We just didn't have Hell nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we just, just didn't, didn't have, have enough, bro. And, and that's that's what it was. It's like the pride, like, bro. Like that's and that's that's why I, I'm playing where I am. I pride, man. I want to play. I want to hoop. Like yeah, I want to huh? earn it. I want to earn it. Like if if we were to beat the Spurs, bro, with that group, come on, man. I want to. Uh, we earned it. Like I, I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I came from the era. Of you got you gotta earn it, bro. You gotta earn it. Yeah, like yeah. yo, I don't want it given to me. Like I I, I it's just it. I appreciate it, but nah, I I wanna go out there and earn it. That's why I'm still playing. That's why I wanted to play. And yeah, I wanted to play ball. Like, yeah, I didn't get a championship. Right. I, I, I wanted one just like every other player. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't happen that way. But at the same time, I wasn't sacrificing just me as a person, like who loves the game. Nah, yeah. fuck that. I, I, I love the game too much to just sit there, like, and and at the end of the day, yeah, I hold that ring up. It's cool, like, oh, he got his ring, but did I earn it? Because I, mm. I, I said that I just that's just not me, and and it ain't no knock to nobody. It's Same just way. I just came from a different era. Same way. Matt, Matt, I, Matt, I, Matt I won't even bring his shit home. Matt won't even yeah, bring his shit home. I don't count my championship with Golden State. I appreciate the opportunity, blah, blah, blah. But, like, to me, I've earned right. everything. Like, that, that, I just had the best fucking seat in the house to watch an amazing team win a championship. So, right. to me, that shit right. don't even count. Like, I appreciate the opportunity. I still got to get that shit from Raymond. Shout out, Raymond. I told him I'm going to come to come a game next year and pick it up. But I'm the same way, man. I can't, <laughs> oh, shit. Nothing. Oh, like, you don't even pick it up at all. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I just don't but, grab hey, it, but I'm gonna grab it. But I'll tell you. But I'll tell you. Uh, it, but I, I say this: if they ask forty-five-year-old Vince, which is two years away, forty-five-year-old uh, Vince, if you would love to come for our team and be a mentor, that's different, you know. But when I when I know I can still compete against these right. young guys, that's why I mm-hmm. wanted to play. You know, I ain't mm-hmm. say I'm gonna play big minutes or whatever, but. I still felt like I can give some. I can give some to game, and I can do work in the game still. Like when I feel like, uh, yeah, maybe the game is past, but y'all still want to give me some money to play. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah, that's, that's a different, different story. But it's time. I know when it's time, and I don't want to overstay my welcome. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics <laughs> he's gonna guard and then on I'm top not of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. 
They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Talk to us a little bit about, to you personally, to Vince Carter, what was your favorite era to play in? Oh, for sure. Like, late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, that's that's what it was. You earned your keep. So that goes back on what I was just saying earlier. You had to earn your keep. Watching The Last Dance and just watching how the bad boys was <laughs> just destroying MJ through the lane. It's just like, that's just what it was. That's just, mm-hmm. you understood. It made you tough mentally and physically. When I was able to have my own team and win or lose, that's just what it was. That's what I wanted. I had to go through Indiana at the time, the Pistons, mm-hmm. Cleveland, when they, you know, you had to go through it. That's what it was. And yeah, you're going to get backlash. Like, oh, he can't do it. Like, all right, well, run it back next year. That's just what it was. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed playing back in that era. I learned a lot. It made me mentally and physically tough and able to, to, to just persevere through anything. Because like, I tell you, back back in the day, bro, like for all the dunking I was trying to do and doing, like we see the dunks with that, man. There were some times when I used to get fucked up. It was brutal. <laughs> like, it's just like, yo, yeah. young fella, nah, bro. You ain't about to keep flying up here and think it's all good. Yeah. Cause you were fucking people. You were fucking people like ego up for like a couple years, like because the way you were dunking on motherfuckers when you first came in, like I still get chills thinking about some of your dunks your first couple years in, in Toronto. It's just like you would really embarrassed motherfuckers. So I can only imagine how hard they I wanted didn't care. to like put you right because they wanted, to, bro. You that shit was crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it at that point. But like the what the shit you used to do. Talk to us a little <laughs> bit about night to night. Every night it was a battle. You're going against Prime Code, Prime Paul Pierce, uh, T Mac, uh, yeah. Ron Artest, and Jack in, in, oh, in Indiana. You know what I mean? There was every single night it was a battle at that two or three uh, position. And speak to the competition uh, at that That's- time as well. And, and that's what it was. Like, it was like, let's say you had to earn your key. You didn't know any other way. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, we got to do it. Obviously, it, you, you hope through the draft and free agency you form your team. But, you know, I wanted to 
I wanted to beat those guys. I wanted to beat the best. I wanted to, to compete against the best. And, and that's how you know where you stand in your career. I won some, I lost some. And, and that's just what it, what it was and how it goes. But I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. The last dance, we've touched on it a little bit. What is it like for you? Because I think today we get spoiled with the accessibility that fans have due to social media. You know, mm -hmm. I think... MJ was the one superstar, and we're all, you know, fans and respect MJ. We never got to see the other side of Mike. We saw gay Mike, we saw Mike selling shoes, and we didn't see nothing else. We seen the crying Jordan face. You know, that was it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to be able to get the behind the scenes and almost like a social media look at what the Bulls are going through back then in, in, in the late 90s in, in their runs, what, what are your thoughts on that? So it's crazy because for those who didn't play against him or wasn't far away, we're, we're, we're pretty much close to, to, to MJ's retirement and him playing. So we were right around that era, uh, that era. But for those to only hear about Mike's work, at, work ethic, how much of an asshole he was, uh, and all he cared about winning. You know, we, all, we saw that with Cole, but they didn't see it with Mike. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and, and you, people didn't know. Like, you were just like, all right, you know, he, he the greatest, but right, that's why I think what younger generations kind of in limbo, like, all right, he was cool, but... LeBron's right, better. What, we what, see LeBron what, what doing about, this. Exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. But what, what about him was so special? Right. Bro, you watch that now. When people ask this, these questions about who's the greatest and blah, 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 I'm like, what mm. rules are we using? Because mm. uh, if, if you put some of the players and stars of today in that era with hand checking and the physicality and what is considered a flagrant now, <laughs> who no survived? I don't care how good they is right now. It's, it's, it's a whole it's a, different, different ball game, game it's bro. A different but somebody game. holding on your shorts the whole way to and the basket. And it's basket. legal. And it's Come legal. Come on, man. When you run through the paint and you can get bumped, it's different. And that's my argument with people. It's like, it ain't no disrespect to anybody because they're all great. And it's, you're going to argue back and forth and everybody's going to have their opinion. But I'm saying, which rules are we using? Because right. when you say, if you say we're using today's rules, okay, well, then take Michael Jordan, who's battered and bruised and getting fucked up every time he was running around off a screen through the paint and put him in the, the rules today. Then what you can't, put, touch, you can't him? touch it. Averaging, <laughs> averaging 45. That's, and that's my argument. And it's no disrespect to any of these guys. You know, he was you averaging put, 30 back then, though. That's my Isn't point. That? Whatever you say, you're going to ruffle feathers, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. But I got the opportunity to play against Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. So I got to see all of them in their element. Not obviously, I didn't play against Prime Mike, but Mike was pretty damn good at he 40. still also. good then. That man scored yeah. 50 points at 40. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where do you put those three? You got a chance to play against all those three in your, uh, uh, from your opinion. Where do you put Mike, Kobe, and MJ? I got to go with MJ. Mm -hmm. See, it's hard for me to pick current players and put them against the past because I'm still playing one and I'm mm -hmm. never going to give them that advantage. <laughs> That's just what it is <laughs> until I'm done. Mm -hmm. But two, mm -hmm. it's just what it is. I mean, M MJ... Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to break it down like this. How many times MJ went to the finals? Please, anybody. Six for six. Six times and one every time. Okay. So he's undefeated. So he don't know what it's like to lose in the finals. He can say undefeated. It, very few can say that. That's number one right there. But at the same time, I have to give LeBron his props. That man went to no the NBA finals question. eight straight, nine times, correct? Incredible. That's yep. crazy. Incredible. It is Incredible. what it is. And so I, I say this, and, and, and when you go that many times... You're gonna lose. <laughs> that's that's the reality. Word. You're gonna Word. lose. That's just mm -hmm. that's just how it goes. And 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 we're in a world where numbers matter. And so who's... with that being said, look at his winning yeah. record. That man yeah. is undefeated. Go how many times did Cole go? But six, six or seven. seven. Six or seven. seven. Six or seven. Yeah. yeah. And one, he got five and one of the five. 
Mm-hmm. Five I say two. That, look, that's that, you know we, we people always talk about their winning percentage. Well, mm-hmm. it's, that's the time to talk about winning percentage. Mm-hmm. That's that's yep. and that's why that's why I say that. But you know, it depends on what you're talking about. The greatest one of the greatest athletes to play this game, LeBron, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. See, I can have that conversation with you. I can have that conversation with you because you, you, future Hall of Famer, you've played the game a long time, and we've had a lot of battles. We've been in the game. But when there's people that really don't understand the game, I just leave it at they're all on Goat Island, and none of us is invited. I'm going right. to leave it at that. No, and, and you know what? <laughs> that's well said. That's well said. And that's what I said, because you're going to always ruffle feathers. If you're a diehard yep. Braun fan, you think it's disrespect when you say otherwise about him, Cole, and, mm-hmm. and, and Mike. So that that's just, it's going to be an ongoing Mm-hmm. Uh, battle because uh, unless they ever played against each other, just imagine them playing against each other. Ooh. So for the record, you got MJ, Kobe, and then LeBron. Yes. Can LeBron, in your in your opinion, with LeBron's maybe two, three years left, maybe four, can does he have an opportunity in your mind to possibly jump Kobe? He has an opportunity. I mean, and and you, it's gonna it's just gonna be based off of what he gets done. But like I can say. Uh, he gets to the finals again. I mean, you're just going to give him more credit. Now 10 right. times in the final. Like, this insane. Like, he to. got to the finals double digit. Insane. You know, so, you know it's, just, he, it's just less. I just say to people, let's just wait and see. Wait until they're all, when it's all said and done, then yeah. it's fair to have a real debate. Yeah. Because we're talking about MJ and those, they can't score any more points. That's right. it. They can't score any more points. Mm-hmm. So we, they, yeah. they, they've already done what they had to do. Let's let They, let, legacy, let, they legacy set already. It's set. It's yeah. set. Let's yeah. see what LeBron does and how it all plays out. And go from there. See, Jack and I feel the same. We feel Kobe is two, LeBron is three. And to me, in my opinion, which don't mean shit, I'm just saying, if LeBron is able to take a third franchise to the finals and win a championship with three different teams, that's, that's when I think he possibly jumps Kobe. Yeah, you know what I mean? But to me, it's crazy. And you made a good point. It's not disrespecting Kobe, MJ, Mike, if you like one and you, you and you rank them, everyone wants to put one versus the other. Like only one can be the only this can be that. And if you like mm-hmm. Mike, you hate Kobe. If you love Broad, mm-hmm. you, you know you hate Mike. And it's not like that, you know. Especially for those who played, it's crazy because so many people have an opinion. Everyone has an opinion now. And especially the ones who the, don't don't who never played. Right. Never played. Not motherfuckers. Percent of the motherfuckers that have an opinion and and get paid for their opinion never played. You know what I mean? So when you hear people like Skip Bayless saying Scotty Pippen isn't one of the greatest, man, shut the fuck up with that shit, man. Scotty is one <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, cold, man, you know what I mean? So word. that kind of stuff really bothers me because, like, you don't know what it's like to go pit with it. You know what I mean? You know what pit with it is, Skip Bayless. Cut and it people, out. Listen, you know I mean? and people listen to that. People they, listen and, to that shit too, man. And they ride yeah. for it. Like, come yeah. on, man. Like, don't yeah. disrespect people like, like that because, one, you've never been in their shoes. I understand you get right. paid for it. But have some respect, man. Like straight up. Yeah, it, I, I'd rather you have that opinion, but say, but hey, I've never played the game, so I'm not 100 percent right. sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Then it's like, all right, right. cool. I, I value your opinion. That's all. That's my only beef with with like people like that. Who, if you haven't played in the NBA game, hey, one NBA game, you would not understand like what it's like. Like point blank. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's just like you can study it. You can be a junkie. You can watch all the film you want. And, but, but you still, you never still did don't it. know what it's like, bro. Right? You still don't still know what it's like to come off a, a pick and roll and see a double team and know how to read and react real quick. You don't know that. You don't know what it's like to get 15 points scored on you straight and how you have to bounce back or vice versa, you know, or missing a couple shots and then hearing people saying, well, you don't know that. You don't know what it's like, like mm-hmm. what these dudes had to go through. They were rock stars. Mm-hmm. And he, you can't he, praise he, Magic. You can't praise Magic and not praise Pip after he shut him down in the finals. Like, Magic is one right. of the best ever. You know what it takes yeah. to shut down somebody in the finals? Come on, and Magic at that? Come on, man. Magic, you can't, you can't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
But how crazy was grace. it to find out that that uh, Pep, with, with all that being said, that he was the 122nd or 121st, 122nd highest? He was Roberson. He was Roberson. He was Roberson. But think about that. But Roberson is making, I don't want to misquote, but I think he's making somewhere between 9 and $12 million, though. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes. So Pippen and was, you know. And he could hit a house if he was in the kitchen. <laughs> he shoots elbows at the free throw line. Who does that? But it's a different game. It's a different game. It's a different game, brother. It's a lot of money. No, no. I ain't never saw the elbow free throw in my life. And I've never even close to made what he made. That's crazy. That's what it is. I mean, that's the change of the era and how much money is out there now to be made, brother. Like, you just... Like just think I mean, if we could if they could pull up a number in your career of uh, what the salary cap looked like then and what it looks like now it's Man, it's, it's that's crazy. Not even close so it's so much money available but let me ask y'all one question real quick what does LeBron have to do to be to in your opinion opinions that y'all think MJ's the best what does he have to do within his time left to become <sighs> the guy. Can't. me I say it is not much I say win two championships in LA that's a lot one he passed cold. Two, we talking about we not mm. you can have a conversation with him and MJ. No, no, now you can have that. a conversation. I'm, okay, I'm let me add this. Does does scoring have anything to do with it or just winning the championship? Nah, nah, you know why it's not to me because people don't give Antoine Jameson points. He got over twenty thousand points. I mean they don't give him props, he got twenty thousand. But I'm saying, you know what I'm like, saying now he becomes number one is all time in scoring. Does that matter? Call uh, Malone, I mean, add, but no, no, I'm saying, okay, uh, no. let me say number two. That let me say number two. Facts. Let me say number no. two. Okay. Now, that definitely adds to events because you also got to keep in mind, Braun is the only one we're talking about, too, top 10 in assists. So he might be top five by the time he's finished playing, number one or number two in scoring, and then won two more titles. That's when, to Ooh, me, you could start talking about he is the greatest of all time, no matter what his record is. But, but, but you got to count, too, Matt, how many years more he played than them. So MJ is what played 15 years, uh, number yep. five in all-time scoring. So it's Kareem, Carl Malone, LeBron, Kobe, Mike. Braun is somewhere 40, 4,500. 4, from second. Yeah, 2,800 second, 4,500, if I'm not mistaken, give or take. So that would be probably about 1,200 points a year for the next four years to possibly catch Kareem. They said this year in 60 games, he already had, what, 1,500 points. So four more years at, at LeBron, averaging possibly around 20, 22 points a game to catch Kareem. I don't see that being far-fetched. I, I think it all depends on his supporting cast. You know, and, and yep. you know, in the beginning, he was talking about how he was trying to feature AD to be a star and all of these things. So... That's not saying he still won't average 22 to 25 points a game, but, mm -hmm. you know, it depends on how loaded, if you would, his team could right. be down the line to take some of the workload off of him yeah. for what he's been doing over his career. So, I mean, it's a yeah, lot of, it's just a, a lot of what is, so. You made a great point, though. Let's let him finish. There's a chance to me. Jack made a great point. I think two chips puts him definitely in the same conversation as Mike. And then you look at his historical context and his, his final numbers. There's a chance for, for LeBron to be the greatest of all time. And people yeah, can't and get better than that. You to look at it. Even if he doesn't finish number one in scoring, even if he's a yeah, couple of right. thousand away from number one. Right. I mean, he would have three championships with three different organizations, you know? So it's there's a lot to look at. But uh, moving yeah. ahead, I tell people you're one of the greatest fucking purest athletes I've ever seen. You shoot jump jump shots from half court like they're nothing. You shoot left-handed threes like a nothing. You could throw a football 60 yards. You golf like there's nothing you can't do. Tell us where that all that athleticism came from at an early age. 
Just being the water. That's the water. Just being a Florida kid. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Florida water. Water in Florida. Just that Florida yeah. water, man. You know, uh, like, I'm I, I tell you. anything, bro. <laughs> I give mom some props, though, because she was one of those kids at first. You know, I just love, obviously, football. was, but Especially growing up, you know, f- coming from Florida, which is a football state. So I played football, and, and, and I was a quarterback and a receiver. But I tell you, more than anything, she's like, bro, Try it, try it. Don't be afraid to try anything. I played volleyball. You know, I was in the band. Uh, you know, ping pong is one of my favorite sports. Like, all of these things, I wasn't afraid to try anything and just was curious about it and, you know, just tended to pick pick things up rather quickly and just because I was curious about it. So, uh, I, I was lucky. People I like volleyball you... too, man. Yeah, volleyball. I, and I, I did that as a, as a joke with my, my boys because we walked by the gym one day going to food around the gym. Like volleyball, I was like, I bet y'all won't go. I bet y'all go in there and try out. I ended up playing three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun, bro. It's fun. Play, had never played before? No, never played before. That's crazy. And I got, I, I won player of the year too. my junior year. That's crazy. I mean, motherfucker, and, you're jumping and getting your waist above the net, spiking that bitch hey, on everyone's whole entire school. I can only imagine. Hey, so my, my senior year, I played like two or three games because I had to, you know, slow down with all the stuff I was doing because everything overlapped. Uh, I played two games. My last game, bro, uh, they threw me a, 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 a set from out the back row. I hit the ball, and this kid who's in the back row waiting to pass the ball back. I hit him and split his glasses. Bobby. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But I, because I, I was, I, you know, like I said, I was getting over the net. So they used to set it up as high as I could just to see if I could just How get it up and hit it go. in front of the front. Right. Yeah, and hit it down into the front line. That was the, that was the challenge for me, you know, as far as ducking glass. Bro, in high school, I jumped higher, bro. Uh, believe in high school, no, I believe you. I, I, I could never touch, seen that shit. I could touch the top of the backboard in high school. Man, that's fucking that's insane. Crazy. My senior year and my freshman year of college is when I was jumping my highest, when I could touch the top of the backboard in high that's school. That's fucking insane. Yeah. We couldn't even call you. Could you imagine seeing this month? You couldn't call Vince no band nerd. Could you think band, I mean, the historical context of a band is they're kind of like, you know, they're a little different. But Goofy. You Vince yeah. out here doing the shit during the football season, the, the, the band, and then motherfucker touching the top of the backboard during basketball season. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like two months and later. People don't know band. <laughs> band was fun. Real, yeah. real, real niggas, real niggas didn't do band because you had to learn how to read music. That shit hard. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. He, he, you're right. And and I started that in sixth grade. So my, my stepdad at the time was a band director. Mm-hmm. So band was always a part of me, and music's always a part of me. You know. So that's why I have a, a passion for music. I mean, I got a little setup right here. Down can here you read music still? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I can record. That's super dope. All of that. Nah. This motherfucker do anything, no. brother. The way I saw, like, to see Vincent, <laughs> you don't get to see it. I, I miss, I'm just saying, I get to Stack, see... whenever you're ready, I can record you, bro. All right, anyway. I, I, yeah, I got it. I got yeah, it. Okay, 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 I, okay. I wasn't going to say nothing, but I got the hit. Oh, okay, I got okay, the okay. I got okay. it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, you all got a mixtape coming out. Yeah, yes, sir. But, but what I was saying is to see Vincent practice, and obviously I didn't catch early, early Vincent in, in, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, but to see you in practice when we played together, like, some of the effortless shit you would do is just like, what the fuck? Like, in, like, just your skill, you're one of the most skilled people to me that, that's ever touched it. And I've been, we both all been blessed to play with a lot of talented people, but I haven't yeah. seen just pure skill like you have, man. It, the shit is that crazy first step, to see. His like, first step was unreal. No, I'm excited yeah. about this. I had to learn to that, through. man. Like, yeah. like, you know, because back in the day, the game was so physical. It's like, you can't, you can't just play bully ball all the time. After a while, Mm-mm. you know, you got Elijah on, you got J.O. back there blocking shots, but you, 
Your first step matters. I had to learn that. Like sometimes, like you know, a dude hits you, like, oh no, you know, let's let's play this game. And then after a while, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I need to outquick you, because back then you you had two big men. You had mm-hmm. Duncan and Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You had the Davis boys. The Davis boys with Rick Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah. you had Jo and Foster, Jeff Foster, Scott Pollard. That's what we had. Scott Pollard, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Foster. Foster. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you had big men, so you had to learn how to have a first step. And I, I learned once I kind of got a step on you and you beside me, in my mind, you weren't going to be able to jump with me unless you met me at the rim and you just got lucky. Some people met you at the rim, but you just yeah. went up a little, a bit, little higher, bit higher the last higher. minute. So for all the times that I got my dunk block, that helped me because I learned. I always knew I could hang in the air. And that's why, I met, obviously, in practice, you see, I used to just fool around and do just stupid stuff hanging up there. Like, that was just my mentality. Like, okay, sometimes I want to jump higher than you. And it used to be fun for me. That's why I did a lot of one, one-hand shots. Just because it used to be fun for me to hang up there because you thought she was going to block it. And that used to be and fun for me. shoot it. So. That's that yeah, Jordan yeah, yeah. shit. Palm in the ball that's helps, a... though. Palm in the ball that's what, helps. Yeah, Vince yeah, got oh, big no, ass hands, fact. though. Yeah, yeah, Vince yeah, yeah, got yeah, big ass hands. So that's, yeah. you can hold the ball, move it, yeah, yeah. change it to the side, dunk that shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's... That's why it was, it was easy to kind of dunk on a lot of the big men, like Matumbo and Zoe. Like, when I did the dunk on Zoe, if I Ooh. didn't have big hands, I wouldn't be able to move it that far nah. out there like that. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm, that shit was sick. Very decorated high school career, state champion, McDonald's All-American, uh, recruited by pretty much, obviously, every school in the country. Who were your final cup of choices, and, and what made you pick North Carolina over everybody else? I had Duke, Carolina, Florida, Florida State, hmm. and I had Kansas and Kentucky uh, initially. Then I dropped Kentucky. Then Kansas, I figured if I go to Kansas, I can go to Carolina, because you know, Roy Williams was there at the time. And it was the same. Plus, he had already signed Paul Pierce. Once he mm. signed Paul Pierce, I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. And then Ron Mercer, who was... <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah, nah. So Ron Mercer, who was number one... Uh, he was a killer in, in, in our class. Yeah, hey, okay. Ron Mercer so, was a killer in college. Right. So it was exactly... Shoot, in high school, too, bro. Like, he was a okay. monster. So he went to Kentucky. So I was like, nah. And they already had Antoine Walker and them over there. So it was like, that's a done deal. And then once I took my visit to Carolina, I was sold. I knew I had an opportunity to start and play. And then Antoine, you know, who was, shoot, my junior year, he was number one player in the country before KG and and and, and Ron Mercer took over. Mind you, I had mm-hmm. Steph Marbury, who went, who ended up going to uh, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, Chauncey yep. Billups. Mm-hmm, Colorado. Trelawney McCoy. UCLA, shout out you know UCLA. What I'm Our McDonald's class is crazy. They needed you at Kentucky. Uh, that year because I was we played Kentucky when I was at Oak Hill in 96, bro. They won it. No, we played them in preseason oh. and beat them by 20. No, my 95. high school team. I need footage, Jack. I don't believe it. <laughs> we got it. Oh, oh, Matt, Matt, that's all so. new. I, you know, my brain don't work like that. I can't remember that far back. I had to see footage to remember. <laughs> yeah, I need footage. Just like you called me. This is my first call me on my football shit. Tell my homeboy sent me some football footage. I'm like, yeah, look at that. I need footage. What was going to North Carolina like? Obviously, with you being someone that was very similar to Jordan in the way you attacked, the way you dunked, did that play anything into, into going to North Carolina at all? The tradition of it, obviously? The tradition, but I'm going to tell you, when I took my visit, I was sold. Like, you walk in that arena and you just look at the history of the Banners one and then just of the jerseys up there. Obviously, Jordan, Worthy, Brad Doherty, Phil Ford. I mean, it's a laundry list of players, but... Phil... You know, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so when I when I walked in there the first time, it was just like. So I got there that summer. When I took my visit, we we're playing pickup, and who's who was in there? Just imagine. Mm-hmm. So let me just say, mm-hmm. my freshman year, it could have been 
Jeff McGinnis at the point. I probably played the two. Stack would have played the three. Antoine mm. Jameson would have played the four. Rashid mm. would have been the five. My Ooh. goodness. With, Can you with, imagine that? With Sh- Shaman Williams, who ended up, who played yeah. pro. Dante Claver, who played real quick. Plus, I don't and Serge Y'all the Ed Coda too, didn't you? But he was like the next younger. year. Yeah. He was younger. Yeah. Oh, younger. That's my okay. class. Yeah. That's my yeah. class. He was the next year. Like, it's you, just, Stackhouse, Rasheed, Jeff McGinnis. And, Je- and Antoine Jackson as, as a starting group. That's sick. Shamon had so. a wetter. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So just, just walking into pickup like on my visit, I was like, bruh, this the NBA right here. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Every Carolina guy who made it to the NBA... Was was there? MJ, Worthy, you name it. I'm I'm in here playing in high school, uh, playing against these guys. We already knew Stack and She was going pro, and I'm holding my own against them. I was like, bro, this is what I need to That's be. That's dope. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, so it's and and then when I get there, it's just like now you in it with some of the best players, and then it, here comes same thing. You walk in, MJ. Give me mm. give me these four. Give me these four uh, walk ons, dogging mm. everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like Stack that's making my dope. thing. You're like these. It's just that's that's what it was. So it, college was was fun, man. It was just, I learned a lot and I didn't put any pressure. I was like, yeah, man, I play, I'm playing here in, it's, I mean, but we looked at it like Dean Smith, man. It's like, I played for Dean Smith. Yeah. So it was kind of like, man, the I'm here. Like, I'm playing for, yes, legend. this man, yeah, the this legend. man got a, a dome named after him and he was alive the and legend. still coaching. The legend. He did, so it's, yeah, exactly. So I played for a legendary coach. So it wasn't the pressure of kind of following the footsteps of MJ. It was always like everybody knew who D- Dean Smith was, so it, you, mm-hmm. you, know, you got to hold your own for him. With the current climate of today, and you just saw UCLA's five-star recruit decommit and is going to the G League, can I, is, it, is it good, to, safe to say, Vince, you had a blast in college? Like, I had a, I, blast, I had a blast at UCLA. A fucking a blast. blast. Wouldn't change it for the blast. world. You know, wouldn't uh, no. change it for the world. Like just Not like you mentioned, all those people you said. So we're in LA. My freshman year, we're coming in is, is the '98 lockout. Right. So we got Paul Pierce up there, Kobe, Shaq, Jermaine O'Neal. Like you name them. I'm 17, 18, coming into this at UCLA. Like, oh, like you get a great taste of what that uh, that next level, that What's other like? size is like. Mm-hmm. And that shit was incredible. Like a young Ricky Davis. Man, mm-hmm. like that shit Baron. was a blast. But Barry, Baron, Baron doing Barry. Yeah, Barry was our teammate then. That shit was incredible. But those summers are what got me and, and, and you know, all my college teammates that had success in the pros ready for the pros because it was those summer games. Like you said, you guys had your Carolina pickups. Those UCLA mm-hmm. pickups were legendary. But I, I get yeah. back to the fact that, that college was such an amazing time for me. You know what I mean? Obviously, the money's different. Circumstances are different now. But I wouldn't trade my experience and my friends and what I learned and what I met. I don't know if I could trade that for five hundred thousand. Hey, watch this. I'm gonna tell y'all something crazy. And you know, I didn't think I was good enough to do it. So my year, obviously, KG came out and, and went pro out of high school. There was a, a small rumor uh, that I could possibly go pro uh, out of high school. I was, I, first of all, I didn't think I was good enough. So I was like, bro, for what? Nah, bro. Like you know, I didn't. I didn't think so. It's just funny the mentality at the time. And then when I got there, I was like, bro, I made the right decision. And even when I got, got I came out my junior year, because I, I did three years of college. And, you know, it was the best three years. And, and after my freshman year, I was like, bro, and I wasn't playing much. It was in and out. Things didn't look great. I was just like, I made the right decision. And it was still whispers like, could he, could he? And then after after my junior year, we made it to the Final Four back-to-back years. I had two great uh, NCAA tournament uh, showings. I played well, averaged like 20, 21. 
my junior year, then I'm still kind of pump faking, hesitating, like, eh, until I find out I can go top five. Then I was like, all right, guys, it's been real. Got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you had some dope runs. Like you mentioned, back-to-back -back Final Four appearances, 97-98. You guys lost to Mike Bibby in Arizona. <laughs> Every time I see him, him and Jason Terry. <laughs> Bro, yeah. hold on, hold on, Michael, hold on, hold on, hold on. We blew Jack that. Was supposed we to be, blew Jack that game. Was, hold on. Jack was supposed so to be we, there. We yeah. had the number one recruiting class. I was, I was, and when you, like when you talked about pickup, Mike Dickinson, Miles Simon, oh, Jason Terry, God. Mike Baby. So I was there the whole first semester and I didn't pass the test, so I got kicked off. But I was supposed to be in that <laughs> game, dog. That shit would have been crazy. Y'all was, what? Bro, I, I did mean, not know I, that. Yeah, add Jack to that Arizona lineup. That would have been sick thing. AJ Bramlett was y'all sitter. AJ oh, Bramlett, yeah, God yeah. Lee, bro, that they were cold. Like we should have beat them though. Like uh, we had them beat in the first half and just fell apart. And that kid by the name of Mike Bibby just acted mm, the fool. Mm. Like <laughs> he was unbelievable, bro. Yeah, and then then all of a sudden, it, you know, watching them play against Kentucky in the finals, like mm -hmm. uh, he cold. My Mike is <laughs> tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and yeah. I understand like like Jay Terry was. Killer. Coming off the bench, balling, bro, like... Killer, high six socks. Man. He, uh, he used to give us yeah. the blues when we was at UCLA. Man, Jason Terry was a fucking killer. Bro. He was a killer. The blues. Mike Dickerson, like, they had a Mike squad, Dickerson. bro. Now, that dude had Ooh, the, wow. fastest, the quickest first step I've ever seen. Mike Dickerson, Ooh. yes. <laughs> but, hey, thank you. Strong, too. Strong and I know as people going to listen to this and be like, who? Mike who? Look him up. Man. Ooh. Michael Dickerson's first step was unbelievable. He had back injuries, right? When he got to the league, is that what slowed him down, or was it knee? Uh, I, I, I thought uh, then he had like a, a, a growing injury as well. Like, oh, was I it? think it was growing. Yeah, yeah, oh, was yeah. It? That's, yeah. What, that's what put him Michael, down. Is growing. Michael, Michael Dickerson was nice. Yeah. So then, yes, the, and then the next year, losing to Utah uh, was that Keith Van Horn? Uh, no, nah, Keith was, Van Horn or Andre he Miller? He just left. Andre Miller gave us a triple double. Yeah. Ooh, Andre Miller too. We were talking about and him the other day in our UCLA power. group shot. Cole, yeah, Andre saying, Miller was cold. <laughs> and two miles power, bro. bro Dre, he Dre was, Miller. He was built like he was he was built in the league. Like, yeah. Bro, he he was just and he was smart back then. He knew the game. Yeah. Uh, like it's Shout just Shout out Dre Miller. Bro, Shout out, out under Dre control. Miller. And, and, and it's crazy. You look at their team, and ain't no disrespect, but you just look at him like, bro, he ain't got enough. Huh? He ain't got nah, enough to beat nah. us. At Utah on top of it? Hell no. Nah. Yeah, you ain't got enough. Him and Rick Majerus, though. Masterminds, Man. Rick Majerus. Masterminds. Dre made everybody so, better, though. He made he everybody better, though. He did, and he was, he was so smart, man. He knew the game, bro. Like, obviously, who he is, who he was in the NBA, he was like that in, in, in college as well. Draft night, 98, fifth pick. Mm. Traded for your teammate from the Warriors to the Raptors, uh, Antoine Jameson swap. What was that like? It's crazy how, how the whole experience went down like so when, when he got drafted prior to it so I'm, I'm working out in the summer um and the raptors were out there they're like hey you might as well come work out for us because if you're available we're gonna draft you i'm like all right because i ain't know nothing about canada i ain't never been outside of, you know the, the, the u.s for basketball yeah, that's, that's not true i've been to germany for the but i've never been to canada so i didn't know what was going on so i was like all right cool so i go there uh, i had a terrible experience as far as like my flight was delayed my room got canceled <laughs> Uh, my room got canceled when I got there. The next day, when they put me, they put me in another hotel. My room service was two hours late that night. Got there the next day. The ball kid forgot my my practice gear. Uh, so I got, I was standing there. He's like, "Oh man!" So it, it, that was my my thing. didn't start to two hours later, and I was by myself. Mm. But they said I had mm. a great workout. So I worked out. Twan never worked out for him. So they said, "Hey, fourth pick, you will, we're gonna get you." Well, draft night comes, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." Uh, Old candy goes one. Bibby goes to, all right, because 
I worked out for Vancouver, and they already made it clear. They said, we just want to see you work out, but we're either going to get Olo Candy or Bibby. So I knew that. The Clippers did, didn't even invite me. They're like, we we get this Bibby or Olo Candy. Denver, I had a good workout there, but they took Rafe LaFrance. Exactly. Yeah. So four comes out. I was like, oh, Toronto. I was like, oh, I told Miles. I remember. I was like, oh, this is it right here. Man, they said Antoine Jameson. I was like, Antoine looked at me, but... Because he never worked out for him. But we didn't know. Obviously, they were working on a deal. Obviously, when it happened that uh, Golden State was trying to keep Twan from going to Dallas. So, obviously, they they said they'll take him. And then I get drafted by Golden State. So, uh, I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm out west. Golden State. Cool. Whatever, whatever. And as soon as I get up on the stage, I shook David David Stern's hand. And he said, hold up, man. We, it's about to be a trade. I'm like, damn, it's about to get traded already. <laughs> We already five picks in. So as I'm back, this is no lie, bro. As I'm walking up the steps, Twan is at the side of the steps, you know, right before, as soon as you get drafted, you go do your interview. Twan is sitting there, and yeah. he's like, he's trying to say, he whispering something like, what, what? Like, it's, you know, I, I, bro, first of all, I ain't trying he, to fall he up the steps. He already knew. He already right, knew. He had, yeah. I'm walking up the steps. I ain't trying to fall, so I ain't paying attention to all that he talking. I'm like, what, what, what? Okay, hold on. Let me take this picture. He was telling me, bro, we about to get traded for each other. That's crazy. So David Stern's like, it's about to be traded. He's like, we got to trade. The Toronto Raptors have <laughs> traded Vince Carter, uh, Antoine Jameson for Vince Carter, blah, 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 and, and, for, and for money. I'm like, what? He's like, fool, that's what I was trying to tell you. And that's how I got, <laughs> intro- <laughs> that's how I got introduced to the business. That's Just like crazy. that. So it's like, the business, like you said, the right. business. That draft the though, so Olo Candy was Olo Candy was one, Bibby was two, LaFrance was three, Jameson was four, you were five, Tractor Trailer, rest in peace, was six. Yep, yep. Uh, Jason Williams, Jay seven. Will, yeah. Shout out, um, Bubs. Larry Hughes, eight. Dirk Nowitzki, nine. nine. Paul Pierce, Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce, ten. Paul was pissed too. He went ten. Yes, he was. Paul was. Yes, he pissed. was. We forget uh, your boy Rashard Lewis, who was coming out of high school. He he Sweet dropped Lewis. big yeah. time. Yeah. Then he goes yeah. second round. Yeah, right? Second round, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat in the green and he room. He was there, bro. He was yeah. in the room. That don't mean nothing about that drive because now you go to park parks and when people shoot air balls, you hear them say, Olua Candy, like when they do something <laughs> stupid on the court. So he was the number one pick, so don't even worry about that. That didn't mean nothing. Y'all number one pick was terrible. That was crazy. Olua Candy. And, and what's crazy, leading up to it, like uh, nobody watched Pacific play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you you, you, know, you laugh and say, but you didn't know you didn't know much about it. like, like okay, he's he's six ten seven feet, but okay, but I ain't never seen Buddy play. So number one, and Mike Bibby's right. out there. <laughs> leave it to the, leave it leave it to the old Clippers. Leave it to the old so, Clippers. So hey, when so when you got to Toronto, what was that like? I mean, when you know Bro, being was, a rookie after, was, after the trade, you know what I mean. You said so, the workout didn't go good, so going there actually getting ready to play. Were you optimistic about it, about it being better? So watch how this story happened. My junior year <laughs> is when I find out T-Mac was my cousin. <laughs> so he he comes out, and he goes to the draft, and he's coming in to work out, and yeah, he's looking to play pickup. And he's like, hey, bro, like nobody would let him use his locker. Now, we play AAU ball together. All right? So I knew he was on the small, younger team. I was on the, big, on, on the older team. So we used to he watch each other us. play. Never knew we were cousins. Crazy. Okay? We're playing pickup at Carolina all week. I said, hey, bro, you can use my locker, whatever, what, story stuff. Uh, all week, because I knew it from back in the crib. All right? On, on Thursday, he's like, bro, I ain't going to be here Friday. Uh, on, on Friday, I'm saying, I ain't going to be here on Friday because I'm going for a family reunion. All right, cool, whatever. I'll see you next week when you get back. <laughs> Just like that. I wasn't going because I was in school. You know what I'm saying? I was back in school 
playing pickup. He sits at the table with my grandmother. They get to talking. She's like, oh, so you went to school in, in North Carolina. She's like, oh, my grandson plays college ball. He's like, oh, for real? Who's your <laughs> grandson? She's like, Vince Carter. I get a call from on my grandmother's phone. What's up, cuz? What's up, cuz? What up, man? Who the hell is this? This Mac, man. This T Mac. What's up, cuz? And that's how we found out we were cousins. <laughs> that's how we found that's out we were cousins. So now, all season, he called me, hey, bro, you need to keep dominating, bro, so you can get drafted high. I'm going to make sure they come, they're going to draft you. I'm going to make sure they draft you. All right, cuz, chill, chill, chill. Like, <laughs> like, this is just new, you know, whatever. Literally, when I got drafted, I go to the back room after I got traded, phone rings. Who is it? I told you, cuz, I told you, I told you. <laughs> I told him to get you, cuz. Like, and, and that's how it was. So, so to answer your question, walking into my first year, I was cool. I, I got family. I'm playing with family, so Facts. he gonna tell me the ropes. He know he what it's like pulled. to be a rookie. And he know what it be like to be a rookie and struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was easy to walk into. And then, obviously, we bring Charles Oakley in. And my oh, second gee. day of training camp, yes, my second day of training camp, he comes in, he puts his arm around you, he said, I got you. I'm going to teach you to lead. You listen to me. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I was, what, what do you say to that? Nah, chill. I got it. <laughs> nah, yes, you know? yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it was. How, so, how, how do you like your coffee? <laughs> yeah, uh, carry this bag right donuts. here. Carry this bag right here. Oh, okay, cool. I got you. So, think me back to the last dance when they showed Scotty Pippen getting Pimp. beat up. Yeah. Bruh, that, I, I was like, oh, snap, you've been doing this since 86, 87. <laughs> My nigga, like, yeah, no, that was me. That same shit, like, it was just funny. Big uh, ass hands slapping the shit out of bruh, people. So ever since then, I was like, yo, y'all see what happened to Pimp back then? Bro, that was me, bro. Like, that's, that's what he's been doing forever. Like, it was a school so, but, <laughs> but, like, I knew I was in good hands. And to this day, when I see Oak, bro, he still treat me like a rookie. You know, Oak, heavy old alligator hands, just rough, like... <laughs> Bro, every time, like, he beat on you, like, bro, I'm like, bro, I'm not a rookie no more, but hey, what's good, sir? You good? All right, <laughs> right. cool. Like, I, it's just, he made the game easy for me, man. He taught me, because he played with MJ, so he got to see his preparation. Right. You know, I played with Doug Christie, who played with Magic. I played with D. Yeah. Brown, who played with Bird. I played with Antonio Davis, who played with Reggie Miller. So I had guys on my team who Some played real with greats. Right, real who, who played with greatness, and they taught me how to how to handle myself, you know, with all the attention that was coming in, it, it made the game easy for me. A lot of people be talking about Oak, but they don't ever see the other side. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oak was one of those guys, he, they might see all that with Scottie Pippen, but I guarantee you, when he went and bought suits, he probably bought Scottie Pippen suits. When he went shopping, That's he probably bought, he probably, you know what I'm saying? Oak, Oak was that type of dude. He gonna, he, he gonna, he gonna haze you a little bit, but ain't yeah. nobody gonna protect you more than him. Hey, and yeah, that's probably. the truth. Uh, I remember this, bro. I remember I was trying to dunk, I, I was playing and, and, and trying to dunk the ball on Shaq, and Shaq took me out to get, uh, out the air, flatline me. So I hit the ground back first and looking at the uh, the, the top of the lights. And, <laughs> and uh, my eyes closed, right? But who do I hear? I hear Charles Oakley. Hey, fuck what you? Like that. Right in Shaq's face. Like, uh, he, you know, Shaq was like, nah, bro, I wasn't trying to hurt him. Like, it was just like, that's, that's, and that's what it was. That's like, oh, you had nothing to worry about. It's like, he's like, bro, you go play hard. That's why I, I had no fear. I wasn't mm-hmm. worried about you know, nothing really. You go try to duck or whatever. Like it was, it was nothing. Like you, you just, dope. he's like, you do what you got to do. Hell and, yeah, and that that helped me. Shout out Oak, man. That's dope. We got to yeah. get Oak Shout on the show because I know he got stories with a lot yeah, of he got uh, stories, young greats. He, he, he waiting on us. We got to get Oak when we come back from recess. We got to get Oak. Two thousand, to me, arguably. Uh, Arguably, you changed the dunk contest forever. Now, we can talk about Mike's dunk from the free throw line and all the dunks in the history, but you came in and did some shit we had never seen. I remember I'm in fucking study hall at UCLA, and the dunk contest is coming on, so somehow I got the uh, fucking lady to bring a TV in study hall, and we watched you in Oracle Arena. 
changed the dunk contest forever. How did you, I mean, you did dunks we never seen. Did you prep? Right. How did you know what you were going to do? Talk to us so, about that. So leading up to it, first of all, uh, first of all, it took the act the Congress to get T-Mac to do it because he didn't want to do it. People don't know that. Like, he put on a hell of a show himself, and he did not want to do it. Who else yeah, was in that I dunk know. contest? People, that was a good dunk contest. Okay. Who was in uh, Ricky Davis, Steve yeah, Francis, yeah. uh, Stackhouse. Oh. Uh, I'm forgetting. That's that's all the ones I could think of right now. That's that was, it was crazy. On his level. Oh, and, and, and T Mac. And T Mac and him. So, yeah, that yeah. was six. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it was it was crazy. But I was just like, bro, we could go out here and put Toronto on the map, and you know, we could show what we could do. Cause like we fooled around, like we were fooling around with different stuff. I remember in San Antonio at, at a practice one day, was, we were just going crazy, throwing the ball all over the gym off one bounce, and just doing crazy stuff, just prepping, trying to figure stuff out. So. We had an awful trip there. Our car didn't pick us up on time, so we missed our practice leading up to the contest. So we never got to practice. Our practice was the layup line or whatever, the warm-up line, right before this contest started. So we never got to practice. And my routine that I was going to do, I saw all these people, man, and sitting around. You see all the stars and everything. And I was all like, of this, them were this, out. Bro, I was like, this, this routine is not good enough. So I I scrapped all of that in the layup line. It, it took I was so hyped. It took me everything not to do my dunk routine in the layup line. Like I was just so hyped, bro. Like I've been looking I'm for it. To get out there kid. and just fly. Just fly. That's it. Yeah, I'm ready to show everybody what I could do. Like Hell and, and yeah. I've taken for all my high school and, and middle school. I I didn't care about watching Sunday or all star uh, the, the All Star game. I just wanted to tape and watch the dunk, the dunk contest. contest on on Saturday. And I'm like, bro, I'm finally here. I ain't about to blow this, but I'm about to go ham. So when I got out there, I saw all these people, man, and my my energy uh, and, and, and my my drilling was on ten thousand, bro. So uh, I, I scrapped it, and, and so I was just trying to figure out what to do. So that first dunk, the reverse three sixty, I had oh, tried before. My so, God! I t- so I tried that dunk and barely made it Ooh. when I was practicing. So I had originally I had scrapped that already. But when I got out there, I saw all these people and I saw Twan there. And I was like, "Bro, watch this." He's Yo. like, "What you about to do?" I was like, "You Chill. walked into that motherfucker perfect too, right? man." Hey, one dribble just walked into that motherfucker. Wow. Hey, but I was just so I was so hyped. So that's why. So if you notice, remember when I dunked the ball, boom, and it go through, and then I was so hyped. My second bounce, I probably could have did a windmill. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, I was just so hyped because I I'd never accomplished that dunk like that before. But that was all adrenaline. Mm, that was all adrenaline. That motherfucker off, bro. Yeah, so that I was just like, so every, every, in between every dunk, I was just over just, like, just trying to figure out what next, what next, what's ne- what next. So I did the one-step, 180 windmill. What I wanted to show everybody, like, you know, obviously, you didn't see many people jumping the, the other way. Hell and I had no, I've never seen it. Right, so I had taught myself how to jump the, uh, the, the, the do the reverse 360 and just practice it, practice it, practice it until I got it. To this day, like, if you ask me to do a dunk, I would do a reverse 360 before I do the regular that's one. Because that's I can't, your go-to. I cannot, I can't go the other way anymore. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't, I can't, just makes no way, sense so to me. It's so, it's so get, crazy. Yeah. You get lost in your old age going get, the other way. I get lost, absolutely. <laughs> but I can't do it. Like, I will, I'll barely make it. So that's why I wanted to show just, obviously, going against the grain, obviously a full extended windmill, blah, 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 whatever. I didn't know if I was going to get that high, but whatever. So with the 180, Doug, I wanted to show that I could take one step out of the baseline, soar to the front of the rim while doing the extended windmill, and boom, throw it through. So I didn't get a, I didn't get a 10 from Kenny Smith, you know, which kind of bothered me. Hater. So Yeah, but he was like, oh, you set the bar too high. Well, 
Walking on the give, court. Give me that's the last then. thing I that's the last thing I said to myself before my first dunk. I said, show up or show out. Mm-hmm. Got to. And that used to be our terminology in the band before we, you know, it, obviously in the South, the band is huge. So we we we, we gonna show up and show out. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, this is my chance to show the world my imagination and, and what I be thinking about in my head when it comes to dunking. Now you to to talk about that dunk contest and then to think it was twenty years ago. How does that make you feel? That shit was twenty oh, years hell. ago, bro. <laughs> twenty <laughs> right, yeah. years ago. Exactly, exactly. And and, it's, uh, and I still get chills. I still get chills, and I'm still like, man, what was I thinking when 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 I did? I all wasn't this in the stuff? league yet. Nah, that's crazy. Some of his teammates I weren't even born that. yet, bro. So, some yeah, of his teammates so. weren't even born yet. Think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that shit is insane. So it's just funny to kind of hear and and see it. And to just to think of all what transpired and, and, and think once Kenny gave me that nine, I was like, okay, all right, I got to step this up a little bit, huh? Okay, I got to get a 10. I, I didn't want the competition to be close. I, 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 but I, that's why I wanted T-Mac in there because I knew he would push me uh, to do it because he, he had, like his, dunk, his dunks were crazy. Stupid mm-hmm. bounce. And, and that's, what, that's what pushed Stupid me to the bounce. next level. Then seeing what Steve Francis did, like we forget about yep. what Steve Francis was doing Missed. out there. He killing Hey, do y'all remember anything that Ricky Davis did? Didn't he go, didn't he go between the legs? But, and he did the backwards jump. Crazy backwards. But nobody remembers that. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. Seeing yeah. that, I was like, yeah. okay, I got to step it up. So the arm and the rim came like this. I played in Gary Payton game, and I was in the layup line. I was jumping over the rim, and, and I did it at, uh, in the warm-ups too. But I was jumping over the rim, and I was just dropping the ball in. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do that, but I got to add something to it. So I'm going to just try to hang. I had never done that before. <laughs> But I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to buy something noise. Right. I didn't know how to do it. Let me just dunk so, my fucking let me dunk my fucking arm real quick. Right. So the last thing, the last thing I remember leaving my coach, uh, Butch Carter said, Hey son, don't go out there and break your damn arm and your leg. That's what he said to me. So when I'm standing above the rim before I'm about to dunk, I'm like, bro, please don't fall off this rim. I was buying time, like I didn't know what what to do, how to do it. So when I walked it off, bro, I wanted to show. So what I want to show you is that how high I could jump. I want to show you I could get mm. my arm above the rim. Mm. And then, you know, the rest is history. I wanted to kind of hang mm. up there. And I, I didn't even want you to say, ooh, ah. I want you to be like. What the fuck? What? <laughs> I still <laughs> said, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and I want you to realize what happened when you looked at that, that jumbotron. That was sick. You know what I'm saying? It so, stunned yeah, everyone because so cool. they had never seen it. It, it. it didn't get the initial because people were like, well, what did he just do? And that's what I wanted. That's what yeah, I wanted. That, that shit reminded so, me of uh, what, what was the movie? Uh, what's the movie with uh, the Tropic Thunder? Uh, what's the movie called? Semi Pro. Uh, when they semi-pro. when they first when they first threw the alley oop, and motherfuckers right. didn't know how to react. Absolutely. Like that was like absolutely. What did he just do? That's right. what that shit exactly. was like. Yeah, he's like. That's what he's like. That's a foul. Look, right. uh, that's, that's two that's points. Two points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was that. Yeah, there was that kind of awe, though. Absolutely. Like people, were like, absolutely. did he just stick his fucking dunk his arm and hang up yeah, there? That's what I want. So if you notice, when I walk away, I had my eyes closed, just making sure it was quiet in the arena, and I just started laughing. Yeah, because after Cause they see the highlight, they're gonna be like, oh. Damn, so that was that the two. Was sick. That dunk and then and the between the legs dunks are the two I made up that night. That finishing dunk. The last so, dunk was the one, though. Well, when it was over. It, well, so so that's the crazy thing about it. every time you know, stack, every time I look at that dunk, like <laughs> I look at the first four dunks. Uh, oh no! So yeah, between the legs. So I said it was over because, 
Like, I'm trying dunks for the first time, making up tonight, and, and I'm making these on the first try. It's over, bro. Right. It's over. Like, that's <laughs> right. it. That's what, that's what no that limit. came from. There Dang, no I was like, bro, it's over ability. now. Now I'm trying to push the envelope a little bit. I saw the, in between the legs in a, in East Bay magazine a picture of, mm. for the jump soles. Remember the jump soles? Yep. You know, why, you know why I was in the East Bay magazine? Because it comes from the East Bay gangster. Yeah, right. So I saw, I saw that, I saw that picture. Right, I saw that picture. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to try that. But they said you got to use a teammate. So I was like, all right, uh, T-Mac just got to drop, bounce the ball. Off the bounce. And, yeah, and we never practiced this. So he's like, cuz, what you about to do? I said, just bounce the ball, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> so he bounced it. He, he's like, what? He's, he bounced it the first time. He bounced it too high. Because I didn't know where to bounce it, how high I needed. I said, just bounce it waist height. That seemed logical to me. Waist height, so I can just catch it and then put it between my legs. I said, bounce the ball and walk out the way. And if you look at it, you see him bounce the ball and he looked back like, what is he doing? And, and that's how I came up with it. Never tried mm. it in my life. So I didn't know if I was going to make mm. it or not. And that's where the mm. point came when I did that. Because I'm like, oh, man. That's what, yeah, that's what it was. I was like, bro, the gods is on my side. The dunk gods shit. is with me, bro. It's over. That shit was so, sick. So, I, 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 so, so did, did Usain Bolt steal that from you? I'm just saying. He did it. He did it a I lot did of it years in 2000. before. That's all I'm saying. I did it in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Hey, all right. I'm you be the judge. He, <laughs> I, that's his shit now. I don't know. I, hey, I think Ben did it first. Yeah, that's cool. He definitely did it first. All right, so t t talk about teaming up um, with, K with KG, Ray Allen, Peyton, oh, Jason man. Kidd, and uh, gold medal team. It was a dream come true for me, man. It was talked about, obviously, the, you know, you're talking about 92 and the dream team, and then you had dream team two. Then comes us in 2000. And the funny thing about it, guys, I wasn't on the initial team. Uh, I didn't make it. So Shaq was supposed to be on that team. Grant Hill was supposed to be on that team. And I'm missing another mm -hmm. name because I think Grant was hurt or Shaq. I know Shaq was, was hurt as well. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was supposed to be on the team. And then Tom mm -hmm. Gugliotta got hurt. So Goose. Ray Allen, Ray Allen actually made the team over me, and we played each other that night in Toronto. What kind of work and you give? It, Forty-seven, but it, it, it had nothing. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Hey, you see, listen. I didn't say nothing. You see, I didn't say nothing, man. I kept quiet. Hey, he quiet. said 40, forty-seven, but, but, but that's not but, what I'm talking but, about. It was one of those things. I wanted to show more. So it had nothing to do with him. I wanted to show. The Olympic folks that, you know, I'm worried. They made the wrong choice, right. That, that, to be on that squad. I hit, like, my first eight shots. I, I was eight for eight from the beginning. I was just in another zone, bro. I was in another zone. And then weeks later, Tom Gugliotta gets hurt. I get that call. Would you like to be? Would I like to be? Hell yeah. So yeah. I missed the original team, the original photo. I was Photoshopped in. Wow. <laughs> So when you see that picture, like, on me on there, I had to take a picture and then to get Photoshopped in. They didn't Photoshop that metal, though. But... Right. So from there, I had to, I was like, bro, I gotta go. I had to go earn my way. But it was it was all worth it, man. It was fun. It was great. You know, I was going through some ups and downs in my life. Really, that's why I had the fro and all that. Me and GP rocking Ooh. the fro out there. Some, something different. Something different. Hey, so, that was my favorite mm -hmm. outside. I mean, the dunk, the the gold medal. My favorite part was seeing Vince with the fro. Dunk you jumped higher. You bro, jumped higher. You had the fro. Everything. Bro. I was angry. <laughs> I was angry. Man, dunk. I was angry for a lot of reasons, man. Like, cause like that was during the time that Mac had left. The media was trying to put us against each other. 
which wasn't mm. the, ca- the case. So, you mm. know, I was just like, let me just go out here and ball. And I got that chance. Just think, the dunk contest happened that, at the in end February. of the season. And then, uh-huh. yeah, and then comes the Olympics. Summertime. Which at that time, the Olympics flowed right into the season. So the season started mm. right after that. And I ended up getting hurt, you know, because we didn't really get that much time off. Not It's not like it is now. But so being in the Olympics, bro, it's just like, I'm here, man. Let me just go out and have fun. And obviously playing with like J-Kid and Tim Hardaway and GP, who were point guards. He was like, bro, young fella. Dude, I'm one of the younger guys out there. Me and Sharif. Go get it. I'll be right here. He's like, young fella, you know, GP. They can't <laughs> jump with you, young fella. So anytime you halfway open, I'm throwing. All right. Mm. <laughs> the rest was history. Just making history, just doing some crazy stuff, and then the dunk happened. Making that real my, history. My favorite moment. Frederick Wise. Frederick when Weiss, you yeah. jumped over a seven-footer. What were you thinking? Real like, seven-footer. You can't practice so, that shit. You can't... So dream of it, you know. We we're not adrenaline. Going, uh, uh, yes, I don't want to uh, shortchange that he was seven two. But okay. you know, talk that shit. Hey, wait, no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Talk your shit, man. Talk your shit. Put that. Talk your shit. But when he turned his head. It put him seven feet, so he was, he was legit seven feet. Nah, but uh, so it happened. You know, when you're playing in the, in the All-Star game, sometimes, like, shots are few and far between. It just it all depends if you're, unless you're rolling. But it was one of those things. He threw the ball behind his back. I get the steal while everybody's running transition. I see the, I see the rim. Ooh. I don't see him. I see the rim. Ooh. So I said one, two, took a dribble, and I just Ooh. jumped. I didn't pay attention to where I was jumping from. So you know the the paint is 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 different than the NBA. It's a different so shape. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wider. So yeah, uh huh. In in my mind, so when I jump, I see him, and all I remember, God's my witness, all I remember is touching his shoulder with my left arm. Oh, I'm Ooh. I'm focused on the rim because I thought I jumped too far. So in my mind, I'm thinking I'm about to get hung and make a Sprite commercial, bro. Like I jumped <laughs> too far, but I was just trying to get up before the defense get back. You got to pass it, set it up, blah blah blah. So I just attacked the rim. So when I jumped, I hit him. I didn't even think about him no more. I thought he moved out of the way or he tried to take a charge and fell down. Because I remember the initial bump and that's it. I'm focused on the rim. So when I get, so if you go back and look at it, I stretch out because I'm reaching for the rim because I thought I was mm-hmm. too far. But I end up dunking the ball with my wrist because mm. I was, I, I actually mm. had enough, you know, flight time. You was high. If you, you know what I'm saying? I had some air miles. So. I had enough. So uh, when I hit the rim, my celebration when I almost punched KG, I was celebrating that. I wasn't celebrating that I jumped over him because I didn't know. That's crazy. That was my favorite. That was my favorite part of the dunk, seeing you that's, and KG. That was hard. That's KG, because KG bro, went nuts. Right. We were celebrating two totally different things. Yeah. <laughs> that's just crazy. I was like, yeah, I made it. He was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. But bro, I didn't know I jumped over, buddy. That's until after the game. Crazy. Could you imagine I didn't know until after the game. Not knowing you jumped over a seven footer, seven two. So, excuse me. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean whatever. And, and not so after, I didn't know. So the rest That's of the crazy. game, nobody said a word. So I, I asked Steve Smith. I said, Smitty, how come you ain't saying nothing? Like nobody said nothing the rest of the game. He said, Brother, we still didn't believe you. Just jumped over a person. Oh, I mean, all right. That's fair. So after the game, Damn. Gary Payton, homeboy, showed me on the uh, camcorder. Damn. That's when the little camcorders just came out, the little small the hand, so, the not the joint. Yeah, yeah. that's they, they just came out that summer, and 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 that's how I saw it. I watched it that's, seven times. Like, wait, what? That shit is sick. Yeah, epic. Hey, I so, tried to jump over a dude six five later on in the season, like in, in, in the middle of the season, couldn't do it. Almost died. Wow. <laughs> Almost died. Almost killed both of us. Dead serious. Was your shoe, if I'm not mistaken, you introduced the Nike Shocks, right? Was that new to you? Here's a funny story to that. I could not wear, I could not wear Nike shoes and it be shown. 
So I could wear them in practice. But when the media came in for interviews during the practices, I had to take my shoes off. <clears throat> when I wore the games, all my Nike shoes were cut out. All the Nike symbols were cut out. So I was playing in the Olympics up until the gold medal game with holes in my shoes. That's crazy. So the gold medal game is when I first was able to show the Nike shocks. And, and, and that's when mm. the first time I was officially uh, a Nike athlete. But you brought the shock. Was the shock technology? I'm talking about the technology. Were you the first one that, to get that on your the, shoes, right? Yeah, yeah. So they had it done. They just didn't have anybody to kind of go with the whole Boeing type thing. And right. Then, yeah. You know, I, you I, were I, definitely like perfect a, time. You were definitely a Boeing ass motherfucker, boy. <laughs> that shit made a, a lot of mascot. sense. Man, yeah, he's the Boeing so, mascot. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it made sense. So I was like, it was like, yeah. When I saw the technology, I was like, bro, this is a no brainer. I'm in. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Mm-hmm. So you touched on it a little bit. Like you said, a lot of frustration, things leading up to the Olympics. Um, after that now, when, when the dust has settled, your cousin is gone. You guys, you know, after only two years, do you guys, what do you feel like if you guys could have got on the same page at the same time, you guys could have accomplished as one of the young up-and-coming wing duos in the league? We've talked about it, man. We talked about it later on. Uh, I was going to say after our career, but, you know, when, when he was done. I mean, and just talking about, like, man, what if, man? It, it could have been. But we were, we were building something, and we played the Knicks, and we got swept that year. And then that's when he left the next year, and then we ended up winning. But you see what T-Mac became, man. And, and, mm-hmm. and for me leading up into it. And he just wanted his opportunity to be, if you would, Batman. And so, to me, I was like, bruh, we both Batman. Like, we could do right. this together. And, and, you know, it was just yeah. a time where he wanted to be, when, when you draw something in the, in the, in the um, huddle, it's, you want it for him. And then if you got to defer, you got to defer. So I understood it. Like, and it was no hard time. I hate to see him go, but 
everybody made it something different. And right. you know, and he became a monster. Like, mm-hmm. like for real. Like, and he and, and I felt like he was a monster already. So I could I was just like, me doing what I'm doing, him doing what he's doing, bro. Like, and then you know, you know, when you're winning, you see potential like that, free agents want to come play. And I felt like yeah. good things could have happened, man. It's just like mm-hmm. what if, what if, and you know, we both said, bro, we we possibly could have had a ring or two uh mm. just because of it. Y'all had some good, you guys had some good solid teams. If you would have kept him, definitely. Yeah, man. You touched on it earlier. We got a chance just recently to speak to John Wall and Bradley Beal and how the media is trying to draw a wedge between them in this crazy Instagram climate where, you know, social media kind of rules. This was pre-social media, obviously, but they tried to do the same thing with you guys. Like I said, they tried to flip the narrative, tried to make it seem like you guys didn't like each other. What was your guys' relationship during that time? We were tight. We were tight, man. Like, we were still, like, still communicating. It was funny. For, For a brief moment, like when it came out, because it came out like they'll do an interview and they'll take pieces of it and it's edited to where I it it comes out negative. So we didn't right. talk for a couple of months. And then after a while, I was like, I can't imagine him saying what I'm reading or what y'all claiming he said. So right. we, mm-hmm. we talked. And he was like, bro, I didn't even say that. He was like, cuz, I didn't say that either. Like, <laughs> That's insane, and then it was man. like, now we look like y'all foolish. So even, so they didn't know behind the scenes, we already talked. So now as these stories go on, we talking. So when you hear the bullshit, you're like, Nah, bro. Nah, he ain't say that. Right. You know why? Because right. I just talked to him. Right. So that kind of killed that. Right. But every time we played against each other, bro, he he was trying to dog me. I was trying to dog him right. because it was just made good competition. And that's what Absolutely. we did in, in, when we were playing pickup. Like, especially when you're playing against your family in, in, in professional right. sports. But, like, we cool. But, like, it's, this is this is for good bragging rights. And I remember the one time, the one game we played in, in Orlando, and I couldn't play that game. And he threw the ball off the backboard and dunked that thing. Looked at me, bro. Ooh. Y'all remember? Y'all remember that? Ooh. And everybody was like, "Oh, he showed Vince up on the court." That was JYD who had the headband on number thirteen, fools. I, I've been wanting to say that. I've been wanting to say that for a long time, bro. That wasn't even me, bro. I wasn't even he on the said court. That wasn't me. Damn, fools. He said that wasn't me. But he threw it off the backboard and dunked that thing, and he looked at me. I was like, oh, I hate man. you, bro. He, so he's, I, the, you know, he's the lean I, on them right. motherfuckers. Too. So that's what I'm saying. So I want to give him his credit because, you know, when I threw the ball off the backboard in the All-Star game, I want to say that was Denver. It was like, oh, but T-Mac was one of the first to do that, man. What One of the first yeah. to do it in the league that people, you know, don't really give him credit for. And he used to catch and lean on that oh, motherfucker too. Man. Just look awesome. down on it, nasty. Yeah. So you're you're making tr- constant, pro- you know, progress every year. You're you know you're 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 getting better. You're elevating your game. 2001 season. You know, the year after he left, you're averaging nearly 28 points a game. The Raptors win 47 games, fifth seed. You knock the Knicks out in the first round, and then finally. have a knockdown drag out. Right. Finally, you have a knockdown drag out battle with AI uh, in the second round. Talk to us about that uh, about that second round series. To this day, that was one of the greatest, the, the, the best battles I've ever been in high school otherwise. I mean, I don't care. You know, you play your high, your, your, your rivals or whatever. Uh, outside of the Duke-Carolina rivalry, that, that was one of the most epic battles I've been in. Um, we know what AI can do. Y'all know what AI can do because y'all mm-hmm. been around, y'all played against him. You know, it's, it doesn't do him any justice of us or anyone who's played against him talking about it. Because when you played against him, like he was a real, it was just back and forth. And I want to say we won game one and and I, I had a good game. And that man responded with like 50 something. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Yeah. This is what we're doing. So and 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 it just he, he just took that game to the next level, man. He took the he took the series to the next level. And I responded obviously with 50. Right. 
and you we were averaging something. 50, yeah. yeah, we scored. He scored. I think I scored. Yeah. I scored forty six once. Then he responded with a fifty. So it was just crazy back and forth. Like that's what it goes back to what we talked about earlier about I want to do for my team, man. I, I, mm-hmm. Let me go out there. Like uh, I, I love, I love to set the stage. I love the big, the big games and stuff. And, and it's, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to to really play on the big, big stage like some somebody else on to a, both of y'all. But um, it, it that, that's what it was about, man. It was just playing against the best and, and, and showcasing what you can do. And where I felt like that was the best basketball I'd ever played because I was just in a groove and it was mm-hmm. tough getting beat on Matumbo, trying to get past Matumbo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you beat your mm-hmm. guy or whatever. You caught it him was too, crazy. though. Huh? It, was, it was crazy, bro. It was just crazy. You hey, averaged 30 I, I in think, that series. I think, I think about the All-Star game that year where it was AI, T-Mac, Marbury and somebody else and uh and Vince and and there was four guards oh, at the five well, we came in back. DC. In well, we DC came back. came yeah. back and won. Yeah. yeah, it was you, it was you, Tracy, AI, Steph, and right. you had a you had another guard. It was small right. ball. I was playing the four. Yeah, yeah. I played the I played in the rookie game that year, but that was that, that was my favorite all-star game because they put y'all played small ball against the big Western conference and came back and won that game. They had like KG, they had uh Tim Chris Duncan. Weber, Tim Duncan, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. They was big. I got the game winning block. You got the game winning block. Yeah, y'all played yeah. good, but but you talking about you and Mark, you and uh, Iverson going at it. Y'all, yeah. y'all was able to play together, and what y'all was able to do together, that was good to see. That was dope. That series, yeah. like I said, in that second round series, you know, you averaged over thirty. He averaged over thirty. You guys both dropped fifty. Game seven mm-hmm. comes down to game seven, and you do something that probably made every parent in America smile. Uh, you made a promise to your mom that you mm-hmm. were going to get your degree. Graduation happened to be that morning. You fly to North Carolina, get your degree, come back, and you get the last shot of the... And I feel like all that, it would have never been a big deal at all. You would have gone down as a hero that hit a game-winning shot and got your degree in the same day, but you barely missed that last jumper. And then all the scrutiny comes. Talk to us about that. So it was disappointing because uh, I go through... uh, uh, Well, leading up to it, I knew I had a decision to make. It was like, okay, if it drags on... Uh, you know, I knew May 20th was was coming. That's the day it, it all took place. And uh, what my mom was like, what you going to do? I was like, I'm going to do both. Mm. You know, I'm going to fulfill my my requirements for both. And, and I made sure, because I graduated at 9 o'clock that morning. Uh, the game wasn't at 7, till 7 p.m. And our walkthrough wasn't until 12. So I was back in time. I made it. But I asked every player on that team, you know, if they had a problem with it. Man to man, face to face. Say what you got to say. Speak your piece. I'm mm. going... I'm going, I did practice. After practice, I'm flying out there. I'll already be there the next morning. I'm walking across that stage to get my degree, which means, you know, which is important to, to my family because I come from a family of educators. Everybody in my family are school teachers, everyone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, do you have a problem with it? I went to every man and, or, and, and everyone in the organization. Nah, nah, that's what's up. As long as you back in time, bet. Soon as I get, get there, a couple of players on the team had something to say in, in the media. So it was, it was disappointing. It kind of pissed me off a little bit. It was like, you know, I'm a young guy. You, y'all, you know, speak up. Like, I, I, went, I came right. to you man to man. It's like, I ain't just right. leaving, leave it to Say you, it whatever, whatever. Say it now. That's what I wanted. <laughs> and I was prepared for some, some guys who have a problem with it. And nobody had a problem with it. But nevertheless, you know, I got past that, uh, graduated, made it back. And you start hearing all, you know, the, the reporters and all of these experts are talking about uh, uh, jet lag and there's no way that he can play in the game and, play well with that. So, I, you know, at first, you know, you start buying into that. So the first couple of minutes down the, down the court, my legs felt heavy, heavy and I missed my first <laughs> shot. I was like, oh, shit. 
Oh, shit, shit. Maybe they right. Maybe maybe they right. And I, but I stepped out of it and, and, and played played well. I mean, I played. Yeah, you had played a solid well. game, very solid game. Uh, and, and and got down to that last shot. So I remember going into the huddle. I, said, I told I said Lenny, I said Nah, let me let, give it here. Let me let me get it. Mm-hmm. So originally the, the the play was a zipper basically up to the top of the floor, so it's wide open, so I can go mm-hmm. left to right, do what I had to do. Tyrone Hill. We all know the great Tyrone Hill and how you know his history. But anyway, he denies the ball, so I get the ball in, in the corner and took that one pump fake, the swing through to the perfect shot, to the shot. I shot it. You know, I was, I'm a fadeaway shooter. You know, if y'all know me, mm-hmm. y'all know I can't shoot an on balance shot. That just doesn't work. That's just not what I do. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it felt like a perfect shot. So halfway through, in the air, I'm like, oh, this good. So for all the people talk shit and got something to say, about to hit this when this go right when now. this go in. I'm thinking about what I'm going to do. I'm either going to run in the stands <laughs> and be like, ah, or I'm going to jump yeah, on the stand. Yeah. Uh, on, you remember, like, like uh, D-Way did jump table, on top like of the scoring table and be like, yeah. yeah, what, what? I did right. both. Yeah. So halfway, I'm like, oh, here we go. Second half of that shot, you play the game. You know when your shot long or short or good. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is long. So I'm hoping for a hit the back rim, bounce up, and bounce in. Hits the back of the rim, bounces mm. off, bounces it off. And all I could do is just hold my head up high and, and kind of just laugh at it. Like, man, when I made the decision, I was prepared for either either way, make or miss. And I was ready. I, like, right after they looked at me like, you want to wait for your, your, you do your media? Nah, let, let's go. Like, bro, I mm-hmm. made my decision. I'm going to stand by it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stand by it. Like, and, and it's a shot that, you know, it bothered me. I ain't going to lie to you. It bothered me. But I was re- willing to take whatever scrutiny they, they had for me. And when we got back to Toronto that night, I went straight to the gym and I, I knocked that shot down 10, 15 oh, times just to make sure, you know what I'm saying? For real. It's a shot you've made, you made before, you made after, Facts. you made plenty of times. You just happened to miss that. But the fact yep. that you did some early in the morning, yeah. they want to yeah. point it, okay, well, he yeah. wasn't this, he wasn't that. But yeah. to me, looking you for hit something. that shot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what they always do. It's what they got to do. You know what I mean? But you, to me, you hit that shot, you move on. It's goddamn right. amazing. Vince Carter went and graduated, then he came back and hit the game winning shot against the that, That's the narrative right there. A whole nother narrative. You know what I mean? A whole yeah. nother narrative. Does do think would things not have got sour in Toronto after that? I'm not saying I'm not saying that led to your exit because I'm mm-hmm. hoping you tell us what led to your exit. But I'm saying the whole scenario changes now. You know what I mean? You're you're still a yeah. superhero out there. You know what I mean? But yeah, talk it's to so about- crazy. It, it it all happened like that, and it's just like, bro, it was one shot. So we if I make that shot, Sixers go on to play um, Big Dog and and and, and Ray. Uh, and, Against Milwaukee in the in the in the conference Eastern final. finals, they mm-hmm. they go on to play the Lakers. We felt whoever came out of that series uh, against the Sixers could possibly play in the finals. Right. So I'm watching the finals like, bruh, like, damn, man, this, this should have been us. Yes, one freak. Yeah, exactly. You know, one shot mm-hmm. away from a, a great opportunity. You just don't know. Obviously, you know, we could go up there and lay an egg against Milwaukee, but it's just like at that time we just felt like that was our moment. So you know, you go through the seasons and a couple of injuries and and and. You know, you get to the point now where they're bringing Chris Bosh in and things start to change and they kind of want to move to uh, Chris being the franchise player. So I was like, that's cool. It is what it is. It's a business. I get it. It's a, that's one thing about me, bro. Like, and everybody, you know, everybody different. You know, they, they were looking for me to, to act the fool in the locker rooms and and, and, mm-hmm. and do do whatever. That wasn't my thing, bro. I'm like, bro, you, I'm hooping. This is what I love to do. Just let me hoop. I don't care about all that other stuff. That not all that 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 pouting and and being in the locker room and, and acting a fool and, and and acting that that wasn't my thing. And that, that that's what they wasn't gonna get out of me. So 
Uh, and my whole thing was like, you don't want to move into Chris Bosh and, and being the guy. That's fine. I say, if y'all don't want me here, just move me. And it mm. just became an ugly situation. And so when it actually happened, we were playing the Pacers that night uh, in Indiana. And prior to that, the, um, the GM, may he rest in peace, uh, he he um, he told uh, told my agent that nobody called. There was no interest. Nobody was really interested. Okay, cool. Take my nap. And wake up to 72 calls and texts. I mean, I'm talking about booming. Like, literally, it went from nobody was interested to two hours later, I just got traded to the Nets. Mm. So I'm just like, bro, what's good? Like, okay, cool. Um, what do I do? I ain't never been in that. Like, I, bro, I, you know, I wasn't even thinking about no moving. I just thought, like, if y'all don't need me, if y'all don't want me anymore, like, I, don't, I ain't trying to be no problem. Just get rid of the problem if I'm the problem. <laughs> well, they got rid of the problem, but... The pro- it made it look like I was a problem. Like, basically, they just made it look like, you know, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to play. It got to the point where I was starting games, uh, me and Jalen, the next thing you know, I come right out the game. And if you know, if you're a real player, you know you can't get no rhythm if you're playing a couple of minutes and then sitting right down. That's just that's just how the game goes, especially if you're especially, used to playing big minutes. That's especially for oh, wow. you. Like, motherfucker, you right, that's what I'm trying to say. Team. Right, yeah. so, so it was just weird how, well, and it was just like, how do you react to that? And then you come back in out of rhythm. So it just looked bad. And I, I it was at the point, I don't win the battle in the media. What do, what do no. I go to the media and say? Say what? When, when you can't. got them saying, I can't, I can't, I don't win that. So I just had to be patient and take my lumps. So, bro, I took lumps for nine years, 10 mm. years. And I was like, one of these days, I next thing it. you know, it's just other people just started to understand and catch wind of how it all took place. And, and let me say this real quick. It was no hard feelings, bro. It's like, it's a business. I was introduced to the business the first night of my career. So I knew what, what it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I know it's a business. You know, I love this game. And, you, you know, that's one thing they don't tell you. You get drafted in the NBA. It's like, oh, I made it. I made it to the game of basketball. My, it's more than the game of basketball. You got into, you just yeah. made it to the business of basketball. Mm-hmm. So it was a business. And I was hurt. So uh, I, I had a bad Achilles uh, from, from you know, you know, my shoes or whatever. But we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that I was wearing. And so I was down. So when I got back and, and was able to play as a New Jersey net, I mm. had something to prove, bro. Because mm. it was like, oh, he don't love the game. Like, you telling me I don't love the game after what you've seen me do for five, six years? Like, that right. that was tough. Like, when you tell me that I don't love the game, that's that's one thing that I can't handle. And especially if you look now 20, 20 years later or whatever, 15 years later, that I, that's the one thing I, I love to do at this age. I mm-hmm. love the game. Basketball right, is, right. is life. That's what mm-hmm. we do. That's why we talk about this thing to this day, because we love it. Right. And that right. was questioning. and I couldn't handle that. So mm. uh, it all worked out and got that opportunity in New Jersey. Now I'm playing with Jay Kidd. So they're like, oh, yes. how come he didn't do that? How come you weren't doing that with, with, with the Toronto Raptors? Bruh, I also didn't have Jason Kidd throwing, throwing me to <laughs> right. the shots. God damn it. Right. <laughs> right. One of the greatest come point on, guards let's, ever. Let's be real <laughs> about it. Like, come on. Like, let's, let's look at it. Call a spade a spade. Like, Jason Kidd is my point guard, bruh. You you turn and run on the break. You look up. The ball already there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's all, now as a scorer. All you mean? All I gotta do is just score. I ain't gotta beat my man all the time. Oh man, come on. Let's be real. What was it like playing with J. Kidd? Because I, I think he's someone that gets lost in the mix too. But he's our, uh, one of the greatest point guards we've ever seen. Ever, ever seen, man. I, and I was, I've been fortunate enough to play with a couple of them. And I'll talk about that later on. But. Um, you know, playing with J. Kidd the first day, I, I, I obviously playing against him in, 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 in all-star games or whatever, but, and we played in the Olympics, but the first day he said, hey, man, he said, don't get mad at me because the first time, our first game, I'm throwing you a, a lob and I'm just going to see how high 
No. <laughs> That's the first thing he said. That's the first thing he said to me. So the first right. game, he throws me a lob that basically was at the top of the backboard where it was like, oh, all right, bro. But me, being me, I'm going to try. You went and got, got that bitch. You know, I, I got my hand on it. So I missed the first one. It went out of bounds. He's like, oh, okay. So you willing to, you just willing to Go try anything. It. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, so it, it just made it going to be uh, fun. Yeah, exactly. I was like, bro. And then, and then what made it uh, uh, more fun is that so you run the court. So if, if you run in the court, you know J.K. going to throw me the lob. Everybody going to shift that way. But guess what? There was that other high-jumping dude on the other side by the name of R.J. Richard so, Jefferson. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So the game just got easier because now you got another athlete, another dunker. The game is open. It's just a different squad. I'm not playing mm-hmm. with the squad that I played with. So it's a different different team. So it, it was fun, man. And it just gave me new life. And I just wanted to go out there and show that I still belong. I still, you know deserve to be and can be one of the best players out there. So we were pretty much out of the playoffs. And we we ended up getting the AC that year and ended up playing the, the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a young, that's when Wade and Shaq first teamed up 05. They swept you guys in the first round. Did they? Uh, two, two, <laughs> 2006, you go up against Indiana in the first round, six games, and you guys knock uh, Jack's team out. What do you guys remember right. about that series? Man, Knock down, drag out. Like I said, it was the East back then, so it was still the old East physical. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all had uh, what's a uh, AJ point guard, big point guard. Uh, yeah. They just had they had a bu- bunch of defenders, and it was just it was just like what we know. Like watching the Last Dance, that's what it was. Like it was in your face. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. care about you. You don't care about me. We gonna play it hard. I respected them, but I yeah. knew if I didn't hit Jack first, he oh, gonna yeah. hit me. You know, okay. we trying to get the we trying to w- get to the next round, and that's what it was all I, about. So I think we had yeah. a young Danny Granger to that around that time. Danny too. Granger, yep, he sure did. Yeah. So I was seeing like different guys, like you know, if, if I was trying my best to get one guy in foul trouble, guess what? No Who's more next? <laughs> <laughs> So it was crazy. Hey, hey Jack, I bet you, do you remember how how we won the series, the, the last game? Uh huh. I, I, I want to say it was uh, it, I think it was Game Six. We beat him in six, right? So Six, I want to say yeah. I, won, I won the game winner on the left-hand dunk on J.L.? I, re- I don't know if that was the game winner, but game I remember Six? that dunk. I remember that. I remember Bro, that. That was one of the first that. times of me dunking left-handed. You know, I don't, I don't really dunk left-handed that much. Was that for the game winner, too? Yeah, that was the game winner. Mm. No shit. I, yeah, so that was my first. Like, that was one of the first times, like, and so, like, I have a lot of respect for shot blockers. And, you know, I had a dunk list that I was trying to dunk on whatever, so... To be able to dunk on somebody like J.O. And I know J.O. Because he's jumping at everything. Well. He's trying to block he everything. Everything. And he's strong with it, too. So, you know, to be able to pull that off in, on, on that on that level, it was cool. So then you guys, after you guys beat Indiana, you guys run into the Heat again uh, on their way to their title. Talk to us a little bit about what that young D D Way was a fucking monster in the playoffs. He was a monster, hey, bro. And then Shaq hey, hey, before, before you start on D Way, please tell let people know how cold this motherfucker was. Because now we're watching this Ooh. last dance shit, Ooh. and people are trying to say that uh, LeBron never played with a Pippen. Well, D Way was a Finals MVP oh, before man. LeBron got there. So talk oh, about D Way, bro. Please, a monster. He was monster. a monster, and he had Shaq, who Shaq, and who was killing, who was dominating. But bro, like we couldn't. Okay, so we 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 play um, game one, and we won game one. Y'all don't understand. We beat them game one, and mm. we we made an adjustment to where uh, we put Cliff Robinson on Shaq. That wasn't an adjustment then. Well, yeah, what? Because Jason Collins was kind of getting 
Use and murder. abuse. <laughs> oh yeah, Cliff. And, and Cliff yeah. a dog. Cliff a dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They and put Shaq, Uncle Cliff. Uncle right, Cliff. So on Shaq him. and Shaq respected him to where he wasn't really going through him and you know. The elbows that Shaq liked to throw when he going to the basket. And it was mm. working for us. And we spread the court and Cliffy was shooting the three. So we okay. win game one. We was like, okay, we got him back. We ain't going to get swept. We got these boys back finally. <laughs> well, leading into game two, my boy, Uncle Cliffy, um, you know, got suspended for being dirty. You know what yeah, I'm that's my had, boy. That's my guy. Uncle, that's my bad. That's my bad. During he the playoffs, that's fucking yeah, crazy, they, man. They knocked on, they came to his house the night before. And, uh, you know, and he got suspended and then they proceeded to 4-0 us uh, and we losing five. And I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, man, that boy D. Wade was just next level hitting shots. And, you know, at the time, you know, you you didn't consider him a great shooter. Mm -hmm. So you you playing him for the drive. But then he started hitting shots and doing everything. And a Wade Shaq pick and roll. Once he got back to that left hand, man. It's over. Yeah, Wade. It's over. Wade, his change of direction was unbelievable. Unbelievable, bro. Well, because remember, you always wanted to force him. You always wanted to force him to the screen. But just like Ginobili, he would get back to that baseline. And and he would euro you, dunk on you, post. It was... Yeah, he was so good at it, man. And he knew how to use his body. So once he got by Shaq, he crossed him back over while you still trying to get over Shaq. Yeah. And you behind. Yeah, and ain't nothing you can do about that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I could talk basketball like this to y'all because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was impossible. And once he got that step, like you said, he was either dunking, Euro, drawing a foul, or doing all the above. So Problem. So you've been known for putting people on posters, obviously, with the dunk in the Olympics. The uh, Alonzo morning dunk in 2005. Just walk us through that sequence because that could be one of the sickest chest-to-chest face dunk on your motherfucking asses we've ever seen. (laughs) So 2005, we're playing at Miami. And the first quarter, the game starts, and I go baseline, boom, dunk on Zoe. All right, cool, whatever. You know, when you dunk on Zoe, you better be happy because Zoe coming back, he 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 going to block you. That's just just what it is. Two plays later, RJ, boom, dunk on him. So we both dunk on him in the first half. That's it. Go, we get to halftime. I'm sitting in the locker room. I said, hey, RJ, literally, I said this. This is my word. I said, RJ, we ain't going to be able to dunk on Zoe again because he going to knock us out the air. He ain't going for that. <laughs> so I said, what you're going to have to do, you're going to have to take the hit, bounce off of him, and then hopefully you could dunk it. Yeah. God's honest truth. So... Second half comes, the ball goes out. RJ tries to make a layup, gets bumped out. I get the ball, go behind the back on my boy Jay Will on Bubs. Mm-hmm. And I take two dribbles. So I took the first dribble, and I see the basket, and I see Zoe. So he's sitting there like, mm. yeah, okay, I'm about to block it. But, you know, Jason Collins was so smart, bro. So, you don't know, he was holding Zoe's arm so he couldn't go. And as I took my second dribble, he let him go. So as soon as he let him go, Zoe was already too late. So once I got yeah. in the air, bro, he jumps at me. So I'm up, he's jumping at me. I already have the momentum because I got up first. He so took when, you he higher. Hit, when he hit me, he bumps me up higher. Ooh, so, wait. bro, so when I hit him and I'm leaning to the side, I'm like, oh shit, the rim is right there. So I'm like, bro, don't <laughs> miss this. I'm like, bro, don't miss this. This is an opportunity. So I just caught it and I just remember I was so high, I just threw it through. God. And, damn. I, re- and I remember running down the court, like, so fell back. And I was, I just look at our bitch like, mm, and I ran down the court. And then, and then D Wade was sobbing. He's like, that ain't right, bro. I remember him <laughs> saying that, bro. And I laughed, but I tried to play it like I was tough. Like, you know, I was like, mm, I'm, I'm in mean mugging. But he said that, but that might have been the funniest thing ever. Like his teammate got bumped on. He's like, that ain't right. 
is there That's any one of them dunks that, when it happened, everybody running around the house. Everybody's bro. running around the house. Sick. Like, oh my Sick. God. Like, oh, what the mama. fuck just happened? Man. It was crazy. Hey, was there was there any truth that you guys didn't talk for like six or seven years after that? You and Zoe? Yes, man. Dude. It was like five years. And he, I, I heard, so, so, so he, and, and, say, I, I, and see, here's the crazy thing. I heard, I saw his response somewhere. He's like, it wasn't true. I ain't got no reason to lie about it, bro. Like, I, I, it, it was a basketball play. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we set him up, like, trying to jump him. It was just like he tried to block it. It happened, okay? But I, I think the backstory to it is a commercial was trying to be, was, they were trying to do a commercial with that. Uh, Nike tried to use a commercial and asked for his permission. He didn't want it to be done. Uh... So they ran the commercial up until the point to where we bumped and before I dunked it and they cut it off. Damn. So they used that much of it. And I guess he felt like I had something to do with it. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Man, that so, ain't the first time you've been dunked on. You've been dunked on by everybody, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, and I had dunked on him my rookie year, and I, I flexed on him. Like, he's like, young fella, calm down. That's how young fellas get hurt. I was like, my bad, bro. <laughs> I done dunked on you, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't stopping. You know what I'm saying? It was right. one of them type of things. So so uh, leading up to it, it was like five years. So All-Star Game <laughs> in Orlando. Oh, right. <laughs> All-Star Game in Orlando uh, is uh, I, I hosted a dinner for Obama at my house. And guests are coming in. It was only 70 people. Doorbell ring, door open. You know, somebody opened the door, and I'm sitting at the front, like, greeting people, and I see Zoe. I was like, okay, so how are we going to play this one? Because he ain't talked to me in all these years. Like, you going to walk up <laughs> in my house, walk by me and say, what's up, keep going or not? Like, so I don't know, so I'm just waiting yeah, to see how it's played out. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, all right, I'm, you know, clearly you don't want to talk for whatever reason, so it's all good. Because, all right, prior to it, we sat in a restaurant in Miami at Prime 112, and see each other, and he didn't speak. Maybe he didn't see me or not. We were facing each other, but maybe he didn't see me. Whatever. So I didn't know how this was going to play out. So that's why I was like, for five years, and finally when he walked in, we smoked, hugged, and it was all good. Like, we talked, it was like, like nothing ever happened. And I was like, cool, whatever. It's a basketball play, so it is what it is. And I didn't want him, I, and he probably never, I probably, I've never actually said that, but I think, I personally think that's what led to, him being frustrated or not talking to me because maybe he felt like I had something to do with that commercial, and I didn't. And yeah, right. yes, I'm, 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 right. The but world has seen it already. The world has seen it already, bro. And, if it's and a that was my point. We'll see it again. And that was my point. So, like, that's what I was like, bro. It's, it was a basketball play. Like, if you block it, yo, that's your highlight. Now we see right. it on sports, and like he 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 floored me because if he blocked that, I'm hitting the floor. Oh yeah. Point nah, nah, Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it is what it he, is. He going to get mad again because we gonna I'm going to make sure they edit this uh, so we get that on the edits that we yeah. uh, put that on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. It was a cool dunk, bro. Like I tell you, like I ain't never, like, you know, when you feel like you floating and then people's like, oh, you always floating. Nah, bro, that's next level floating because I started going higher when I wasn't prepared to go higher. But that's a scary feeling. I have never jumped as high as you, but I've dunked and got hit on the way up and got higher. And that's scary for that one split second because you're not expecting to be that fucking exactly. high and knowing where the rim yeah. is at. So I've exactly. only done and it a couple of times in my life. Right. You've done it all the time, but for motherfuckers that don't fly like you, when you go up and someone hits you and propels you just a little bit higher, that's a scary feeling. 
It only happened to me once or twice, but I used to like it because now I know what it feels like to be that high. Right, to be up there. Like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't like do it on my own. Right, it wasn't going to happen on right. my own. Hell yeah, that's what I'm saying. It happened to me a couple times, and that shit is scary. But So yeah. we've talked about legendary dunker throughout your career. Who were your top five dunk-ons? So we talked about the Olympic one. We talked about Zoe. Are those in your mm. top five that you remember? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, of your dunks sure. of your career? So what, is, what are another three? So I dunked on Mutombo, uh, uh, Frederick Weiss. So... Uh, I tell you what, I dunked on uh, Patrick Ewing, and I don't know why, but that was like one of the happiest moments. I typically didn't didn't run home to watch Sports Center, but when I dunked on <laughs> when I dunked on Patrick Ewing, uh, I felt like that I just accomplished something major. And I ran home, I was like, oh, I gotta see this because, like, he was considered one of the he wasn't the elite dunkers. I mean, shot blockers of, of the of the world, but he was on one of my on, on my list. That's uh, still so Ewing. I, That's still yeah, exactly. Ewing. Yeah, and Ewing. then and then I dunked on. Uh, I dunked, I dunked on my guy, my Elijah won two hands for a game winner uh, uh, when he was in, when he was in Houston. Ooh. So he was playing for the Rockets. You know, he he was my teammate also in Toronto a couple of years later. And that was Jack, the first thing good? he said to me. He's, Jack, you good? Nah, you stupid, bro. You stupid, bro. <laughs> Just don't say that. <laughs> I, I, I dunked on him two two hands like body for the game. So mm. that was one of my favorite. And then um Right, y'all got some. I got. Um, that's that's five right there. I'll stick with that one. I mean, so I, what we about got, the Indiana dunk? What I'm about, about the Indiana? It, so it wasn't. No, nobody. That's what I was gonna say. I can't. Can I count that because I, I did the. I dunked. I jumped under the rim and dunked it backwards for. Fear Is that when you went by Chris Mullen? You went by Chris, Chris Mullen, Mullen baseline. Woo. Right. Woo. So I I did the. I dunked on the other side for fear that Dale Davis was gonna take gonna me out there. So that's mm-hmm. why I dunked on the other side. And after the game, he said, that yo, Phil, I like you. That's why I ain't fucked you up. His words. Uh, nah, man, nah, man, man you, you, jumped, you jumped so high, them niggas jumped out the frame. They couldn't do nothing anyway. That's, <laughs> right. why, that's, why you, that's why you can't see Chris Mullen. You think right. you jumped him out yeah. the frame? Yeah. Hey, so that, that was plan B. Because I was just going to go two-hand on Rick Smith. But I was like, ooh, okay, let me just see. Oh, the rim there. Because I was going to do this like a reverse nasty. under the rim. Mm. Ugh, that shit was sick. So you got Frederick Wise, Morning, Ewing, Elijah one in Houston, and then that Mullen, uh, first step on Mullen uh, on mm-hmm. Indiana. Ooh. Yeah, if y'all count that as a dunk on, that's cool, yeah. Hell yeah, real quick. Yep. Kobe had a kill list of players coming up that he wanted to uh, knock out and prove he was better than. You keep touching on your dunk list. Who, who Talk to us about what your dunk list was. Any big man that was that was considered the, a, a great shot blocker. The only guy that I did not get, um, well, let me say this now because I know Shaq going to have something to say. I didn't dunk on Shaq. <laughs> Uh, you get Tim? You know, he, he he makes that. Cl- yeah, I got I got Tim in college. Yeah, uh. bro, I got Tim in college. <laughs> almost almost like I dunked on Tim in, in in the league in San Antonio. I dunked him in college two hands, and I dunked him mm-hmm. one hand in 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 uh in San Antonio, mm-hmm. in front of their bench. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't get Yao and Shaq. I got Sean Bradley. Uh, he was a, he was a he was dunk bait. Yeah, no, you know who was dunk bait. My guy, Sam Dallin Oh, yeah, Sam, Sam got dunked up. Any, anybody that's going to be close to leading the league in shot blocking is going to get dunked on a lot Absolutely. just for the fact that they challenge. So I respect Absolutely. the fuck out of them shot blockers, even if they do right. get dunked on, because they're challenging right. everything, bro. That shit is tough. Theo Ratliff, I caught a couple times. Ooh. like Yeah, he was a big uh, blocker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you name it. Any, I, I dunked on Vladi, something disgusting. I, I, we, had, <laughs> we, had, we had a discussion about it. So I did a, on Turk when he was in sack. With baseline, did a spin move back to the middle. So I was going right, 
they cut Turk tried to cut me off. I, I did a spin move back into the center of the paint. Mm. Vladi tried to come up there, put two hands up, and I just two hands just boom sat on. Uh. And uh. you know, so yeah. Man. I call so Elder the Ram seen short too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. especially in the old building. In the old building. Yeah, them, them Rams look low as hell. Yeah. Cause the arena was small. It's tiny. Yeah. yeah, it was like a, a yeah. big college arena. 2009, you traded to Orlando. Ryan Anderson, Austin, Batie. Uh, Orlando had been in the finals the year before at the Lakers. Right. Uh, I, I come that year, too. We got a hell of a team. Hell of a team. Talk to us about that experience. We felt like, I felt like we had a chance to right. go back to the finals. I say we because yes. they did the previous year, but, you know, we, we came on the team that year mm. and, and battled the Lakers uh, in the finals. We had a hell of a season. I want to yeah. talk to you about this because, and this is all due respect, Stan is Stan, and we have some amazing. I want to get Jay Will. Hey, I want to get Jay Will on this because remember the one day in practice when Jay Will went on, went in on Stan and threw the behind the back (laughs) bullet pass that hit him in his stomach. It hit him in his stomach, and he walked out to my body. Man, fuck that ring. I keep that shit under my motherfucking sink. Yo, Jason Williams. Sink. <laughs> White chocolate is a fucking oh, he's I can't a, wait to get he's, him. He's crazy, bro. But you were there. He's crazy. But but talk to talk to us about this. We had a hell of a season. This is when to me, Dwight Howard was one of the best players in the game. He was unbelievable. I'd never played with a more athletic, strong. I mean, obviously I missed Shaq in his prime. Uh, but Dwight would talk to us a little bit about what Dwight what you saw in Dwight in those in, in our years in Orlando with him. So it was crazy, man, because I was, I was obviously living and being from Florida and living an hour away, finally getting the opportunity to play at home. By the uh, way, hold on. Right- Before you go, this motherfucking Vince has the best house I've ever been to. <laughs> he used to live right next to Tiger. Yeah. Tiger used to be right yeah. there. Vince's fucking yeah. house in Orlando is unbelievable, but go ahead. Unbelievable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, so getting the opportunity to play at home finally, and you know it was it was perfect timing for me. I don't think I could have handled it as a young guy being at home with all my, you know just an hour away. So just getting there and just looking at the team and man, I, I feel like the same thing, man. I, was, I looked at this squad. I was like they, they they went to the finals, so they got it. Fi- they got finals mm-hmm. experience, adding some 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 veterans, some guys been around mm-hmm. who you know who, who who knew knew how to play, uh, had experience, and like. What, just what you asked, you had scoring, you had defense, you had rebounding, you had, you had everything, grit, bro. You had everything you, you could possibly, you had shooting, you had JJ who was shooting lights out, like we mm-hmm. had everything, so. We were deep. It was crazy, and, and what it was, it's like, you know, I, I felt like I still belong as a, as a star player, but at the same time, I'm yep. like, Dwight, this is his team, like he had just gone yep. to the finals and did, doing great things. Jameer, you know, another guy who was just doing mm-hmm. great things, and so it was just like, just fit in, man, and then we break. But you solidified that there. team, though. Like you were right. our go. Like we had a, obviously Rashard Lewis is on the big contract there. Right. We had a, but right. you were our go-to guy that, and like you said, we had everything in place to be a championship team with that team that year. Exactly. So, and that's what it was for me. I was just like, bro, I'm just gonna be me. And Stan was like, I just need you to be you and just do your role. Be, be. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, I don't, I don't care about who's the man. Like, but when you need a bucket, bro, give me a call. I'm ready. Yo, give it here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like it's whatever. But I knew. How what would what need to be done? We had to establish Dwight and his dominance. Mm-hmm. That's like that's Ooh. stupid if we didn't do that. So you give him the ball, it opens up the rest of the game. So, or vice versa. If I got yeah. rolling, like he rolled, like when Dwight was rolling down the paint, throwing lobs and catching like ducks, like it's like, bro, what do you do with that? You know what I'm mm, saying? So it, it was just like he he was just raw and 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 still had a, a you know a lot to learn. And but he was just he mm-hmm. he started to understand. And I think making the finals that first year helped him kind of grow and mature. 
Right. He, I mean, he was still silly as hell, but like silly. He, That's the he, only no. That's the only thing that looking back, like this motherfucker yeah. was so good. He just didn't take nothing serious, man. He yeah, was so yeah. fucking good, but he would be fucking yeah. around in Eastern Conference practice, like my nigga. Like we're playing yeah. the Celtics, like, and they hate for, you. Yeah, right. Just focus for 30, 45 <laughs> minutes. Just, just give me like, that for a second. But ah, but it's like, so good. Like, bro, your boy, like, Perk hates you, bro. Yeah, he tried to. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so it was just crazy. Like, and 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 just to go through it, and and, and just so it was just crazy. Like, we were like cool. Everybody was laid back, but ex- dope. When to kind of to, to take it seriously? Turn it on. Right? As we as we got deeper in the playoffs, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna think. I, I had an awful January, bro. I was shooting like 20 percent from the field, and you remember this, Matt? Come February, we get rolling and we play in the uh, Pelicans. And that night, I got out of a shooting slump and I had forty-eight. Hmm. And, and and I was just going, I I couldn't miss, bro. I, I was playing at home, and I felt after that we took off and mm-hmm. became got into playoff mode from yep. February on because you know it, it all start breaking cap back, and then next thing you know we getting into the playoffs and. We well, that's the same dust. year, too. That That's the ball fake year. So the ball fake with Kobe, people don't understand, like, oh, when that shit happened. Oh, yes. That was that yes. game. That was that, was that March right. going. So it that's was right. heated because everyone thinking, right. like, yo, this we're about right. to see these motherfuckers in the finals. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So Kobe was on his shit, and people don't know. Mm-hmm. The whole time, I'm looking for you off the back screen for this play, and the fucking ball fake just happens. But that game right there, too, is just like, okay, we beat the Lakers late in the season in a battle. We're like, we're going to have to see these dudes in another, you know, six weeks. It, and, it's and going down. We're going to play the game. We had to win that game. We're not backing down from Shit, they beat yeah, him last yeah. that the previous year. Trevor Reza was trying to punk Turkaloo. It might have worked. So they we bought reinforcement. We was ready for the Lakers that year. Yeah. So yeah. we sweep through the playoffs. Jack caught some of it, beat the bricks we off motherfucking show. Yeah, like I think we were winning by like 20-something a game. Like we had set an NBA Bro. record. We ran through Atlanta. I was frying we ran, ass, we ran through sh- we ran through Atlanta. Y'all swept us. Y'all swept us, but I was fine, yeah. y'all ass. You was the only one hey. that got any kind of buckets on your team. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, Jack, check this out. Hey, I remember, I ain't going to say no name, but it was for the Hawks, though. I remember a player for the Hawks, we getting going to game four to begin this. Like, bro, hurry up and get this over with so we can go home. Because, like, that's how it was. Like, no, nobody could mess with us. We bro. were nobody. burning through. Like, nobody. So, nobody. Vince, tell me if I'm wrong, because this is what I saw, and Shaq always comes into my head when I think that, that Stan freezes in big games. So I love Stan. As far as X and O's, one of the greatest coaches I've ever played for from a strategy standpoint, a preparation standpoint. When you play for Stan, you're going to be ready. Outside of fuck them shoot-around practices where he had to be taped with, our, <laughs> right. with, with, with knee, knee pads. pads. <laughs> yeah, we had tape and knee pads and shoot-around, bro, and really practice. Every, that shit was the worst. Even in the playoffs. Even in the that playoffs. That shit was the worst. But outside I'm of that, cool. Stan is going to have you prepare. But correct me if I'm wrong, if we did not change everything we had won with, Going into the Eastern Conference Finals, we fucked everyone up in the playoffs. We had beat. We were. We had success against Boston in the regular season, so we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston. Says KG, this is their big three, right? Mm-hmm. Rondo. They had, yeah, Rondo. Yep. They were all. Oh, was it? Was uh, all them? Yeah, they had a squad, but we had had good success. Like we feel like no one could fuck with us. Right. We go into that series and stands like you know this is a really veteran team. I think we need to add a few you know a few different plays and looks and our mm-hmm. thing, and we change yeah. our whole offense, bro. Our the one whole thing, entire bro, offense. The, the one thing I remember from that 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 kind of frustrated and, and it kind of tra- shifted everything, especially as we started getting later into the into the series. You know, I I remember you remember Dwight wanted more touches. Yep. And we tried to force feed 
It did work. Uh, the ball into White, and it did work because like it was just like, you know, he he, Perkin per- and, and they were they were just switching off, and they just they were not per- letting him they, get off because they didn't like they didn't like doing. No, they hated. They, they didn't want to see him baby. get off. They had Byron. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. KG. They had motherfuckers to rotate on Dwight. Yeah, like yeah. Bro, they weren't they weren't trying to see it, and I think I just felt like we kept force feeding. So after a while, you know, Rashard. Uh, uh, on one on one side, the other side, we kind of just was sitting there and trying to force feed, force feed. It wasn't working. And then when the ball started coming back out, we weren't hitting shots because I remember, I remember we were like, ready. We we yeah, man. We just it just changed. I'm like, no, let's open the floor up. Let's open the floor. We want to make their bigs. We want to make make a move. The guard yeah. come yeah, guard us. and then get yeah. get Dwight going down. Bro, when Dwight rolled down to the center of the post Ooh, and then turned around do and duck in, what are you couldn't doing do with nothing. that? Couldn't nothing. do nothing. You know what I'm nothing. saying? So I, I, that's that was the thing. So we kind of changed it up, and it was unfortunate because we got we lost to them in six, and we felt that I I, I definitely felt like that that was our chance uh, mm-hmm. to to kind of get it done. Like we were we were a game uh, a game or two away from back in the finals and probably going to see the Lakers again. Mm-hmm. Y'all was that at was... y'all best, man, at the pick and roll. Yeah. When you when you when you was at the pick and roll at the top of the key, or uh, Jamil bringing it up or running the pick and roll, y'all got shooters everywhere. That's why y'all JJ, beat us because we couldn't P- stop the JJ, Petrus. We couldn't stop the pick and roll. Hey, bro, that was so crazy. That was so crazy because you had a veteran squad and the ball moved, bro. It's like whoever needed to get the ball, whoever was open had was gonna get the ball. Y'all had spacing and everything. Y'all was y'all was yeah. y'all, y'all offense was running clock like like everybody was on the same page. Yeah, because you had a veteran I, group. It was about winning, bro. Like that's I, I it. really thought I thought we were headed to a head-on finals rematch with the Lakers, man. Yeah. And that shit would have been a war. You know what I mean? Crazy. That shit would have that shit would have been a blast. But shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Didn't yeah. fucking happen. And, and then I got after traded that, next year. I got I went to the end of summer. Hold on, I, hold on, hold on. What's got, it? What is it like playing with Matt though? What is it like being Matt's teammate? <laughs> man, it, bro, it's 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 for, like I'm saying, it's one of the things you know. How it is. Like, yeah, like, I so, know, I I know what it's like being his real life brother. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that, and 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 that and that shit. Oh my god, that's a whole other story. But hey, and it's crazy it's like being a teammate. As, as as we go, as we, you know, it's funny. So that was our younger years, the first stint in Orlando, and it was just like, bro, it's, it is what it is. And like, as soon as we signed, I was like, oh, bro, we got yeah, real one. Like, we about to go over defense, shoot, like. It, bro, we, we ain't taking it, like, like I told you, it, it was just like you understood what it was. And like, like so what I said, with, with, to beat, it was like, bro, you know, he was down to get down with anybody for his team. It's just, it is what it is. Loyal. And and, 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 and then when you see that, it makes you, when he go jump out there in, 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 uh, in the rat hole, like, bro, like, nah, we, mm-hmm. we with you, bro. Like, yeah. you do that for us. We got your back, too. And like I said, that's why he said he, Memphis, he had me out there. Like, oh, bro, we trying to win a game. I'm like, bro, I'm about to get kicked down too, right? Oh, we, nah, but it ain't going like that. Like, uh, nah, and, yeah. and it was just cool. Like, you, you, I mean, he's just, it, it was contagious on who he is. And, bro, like, people say what they want to say about him, bro. Like, like that's what's loyal, love the game, and he going to play it one way, bro. I, I, I'm going to yeah. play it my way. I'm, I'm going to play hard nose. Like, he a football player. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I, bro, let's play. <laughs> like, I, you, you coming at me? I'm gonna hit you back, bro. Like that is what it is. Like yeah. that's just how he, how want, he wanted and contact. He that. Right, that's what I'm yeah. saying. And yeah. it's like he you know, contact. you know, like and, and it's I'm a, you gonna have to back those word up. If you are gonna talk shit to me, then I'm gonna see what's really good. Like, or do you mean mm-hmm. that? Let's go. No, and that's they didn't what mean it. Not right. They so that's what, and, and that's what it was. So, <laughs> and then as we get to our second stint, as we get older, like you know, it was the, it's the same thing. And then now mm-hmm. I'm playing with a team full of. 
We had a yeah. whole squad. Yeah. We had a whole kennel of dogs. Man, we, right, hey, bro, but we used to, man, we used to talk about that all the time. It was like, bro, look at this locker room. Oh, what problems yeah. we got? <laughs> what problems we got? We could have won any fight. We was we was a solid team. Man. Everybody got hurt, but nigga, we could have won any fight. Hey, bring and it. It was going to win a couple ready. of basketball games too. Hell yeah. At that. Hell yeah. So tell me what it's like from being a go-to superstar throughout your career to being that solid veteran presence. We hear about you being in the locker room, a mentor, a coach, mm -hmm. a father figure to almost some guys. Talk to us how, mm -hmm. you know, like you, you're, some guys don't fall from stardom gracefully, and that's why they kind of end up out of right. the league before they really Thanks. want to. You were mm -hmm. able to gracefully find your place to be, like you said, you can still compete, you can still play, you can still give minutes, but you understand that, you know, your role was to get these younger guys going. What kind of mental barrier or hurdles did you have to take to get Man. to that process? So once I got traded uh, from Orlando to Phoenix, uh, we playing, playing, and all of a sudden we were losing. Uh, we weren't in the playoffs, and they, they <clears throat> put me on, they wanted me to come off the bench. Bro, that, that, that conversation sometimes, being a go-to guy, it's a shot to you, to you, to your ego, and mm. uh, it, it was kind of like, run that by me again. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> and, and for me, bro, I just like I say, I've been saying the whole time. I just love playing ball, man. I just love to hoop, and I I, I just want to hoop. So I remember um, hearing that and going home that day. I was like, bro, not like this, man. This is crazy. Mm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? After being su a surprise trade, I didn't know I was going to get traded out of Orlando. And we were right there. We, we were mm -hmm. fourth or fifth, uh, uh, best, had the fourth, fifth back re best record when record. I got traded. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro, what's good? But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So uh got there and, you know, the team wasn't good. But I'm now playing with Steve Nash. And I'm like, bro, listen, I get a chance to play with another point guard, good, great point guard. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Grant, of course, but it was just, it was just different, bro. We weren't winning. Uh, Steve got hurt. Grant got hurt a little bit. And then now it's just a reserve role, and it's kind of like I got to figure out how to how to master this point blank. And so I started just looking in the mirror first of all. Do you, uh, and one thing I said, and, and not that I was questioning it, but it's kind of reassuring. It's like you love this game, right? You trying to stick here as long as you can, right? Okay, cool. So let's figure this out. So I started looking at old film of, of Vinny Johnson. You know, for mm. for all the old, you know old heads who who know who Vinny Johnson is, I started mm -hmm. watching the microwave. The microwave. Right. Come microwave. on now. I started watching the great six men. Uh, uh, of the game and, and and watching how they prepared themselves and how they was ready to go. As soon as you call Vinny Johnson off the bench, but you had to be ready. He was ready to go. Buckets. Jason Terry, Jason Terry Buckets. was ready to go. Ginobili was ready to go. You know that. Right. He was ready yeah. to go. As soon as he called his name, he was ready to go. So I had to figure out uh -huh. how to be a star in my new role and and and, and be effective. And and once it was bumpy at first, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I was like, like oh man, I'm used to kind of getting into the game and. And 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 roll it as I need to. But now, as a when you come off the bench, it's like it's go time immediately. And uh, once I got used to it, everything took off, and I was like, it's not so bad. And I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a star in my role. Mm -hmm. That's a doctor. I, 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 I look that I look that go to guy different though, because well, like when when I hear coaches say go to guys, uh, are you the go to guy? I think of they saying that you got confidence to take the shot, just like you would take it in the first quarter. A lot of mm -hmm. guys don't. A lot of guys don't have the confidence. Like it's shooters that come along in the NBA, are knockdown shooters. They shoot forty eight percent, forty five percent from three from the free throw from the three point line their whole career. You give them the ball in the fourth quarter, three seconds left, ain't don't shoot it. Nothing, nothing. Won't even shoot yeah. it. Agreed. No confidence. So I think when they say. You a go-to guy or the go-to guy on the team? I think they know you got confidence to shoot that shot and have the confidence no to make. And and that's what right. I was gonna say to that is 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 um, 
So uh, my goal was, regardless of if I'm starting or not, I want to finish the game. Yeah. Right. I want to be that reliable guy. It's like, like that go-to mm-hmm. when you need a bucket. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Okay, we know he started, but that, this guy has proven, and we know he's not afraid to take the big shot. And I've never right. been afraid to, to take the big shot on a big stage or a small stage or any stage at all. And and, and I've, I've been willing to deal with it. I think I, y'all agree, y'all chime in with this and, 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 and tell me what you think about this, but I feel like guys, there's some guys who are afraid to take the big shot in the fourth quarter because they're afraid of the backlash or what people are going to yeah. say. Right. You're afraid to fail. They're afraid to fail. If you're afraid to fail, I remember Kobe I wasn't, said he'll I wasn't miss, afraid. Yeah, Kobe said he'll miss 30 straight shots and take the next 10. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and that's man. the kind of mentality yeah, you have to have. I think you made right. a crazy, uh, a great point just a second ago. I mean, starting is great, and, and people talk about starters, this, this, and that, but to guys who really know, it's about who finishes the game. That's it. Who's man. on the, like, who's you can on be the a floor? Starter. Who's on the yeah, floor like, in the bro. last three minutes is really yeah, what man, matters. Yeah, man. Right. You can be a Right, you can yes. be a starter, bro. You can be a starter and, and play the finish. first three minutes, bro, and then <laughs> and not come back in and four. start the second quarter. Right, bro. Right. Come on, like yeah, you know, yeah. Nah. It's like it's great. You want to be you want if you. I want to be a starter and a closer. Yeah, yeah. That's I, the difference. I want to. I, I want to close the game. That's when you get I pride paid. myself. Yeah, I prided right. myself on being in there at the end of the game because they know we're gonna right. make some stops and I'm gonna hit knock right. down a couple of big shots. Like that's what people. Yeah. Oh, you don't start. You don't this. You don't. Starting is great and everyone sees the starters, but not hey. that last motherfucking three minutes. Hey, ask is when them, that did you see? Did they see on. you close it though? Did you see? Right. Hey, you ain't seen me start. You see me at finish. Close. That's that. You saw me out there, right? Matt. 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 Matt used to come off the bench. We used to start goose. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of games. Matt is yeah, at the four, our, Al's at the five, goal, so. Al's at the three. Yep. We've always we finished, the, we always finished the game with small ball. Yep. Yep. Had to go to. Present day, how is it like working with uh, Trey Young and your guys like John Collins? I know these guys are the future <laughs> of the NBA, and I know you're giving them the right game. You see me around a lot. I come to the right. games, and I see, I see how you be with them. But it, it's refreshing to see how they respect you because you get the same respect from guys your age. How right, is yeah. it giving them advice and being around those young guys? It was crazy. It's crazy because, you know, I look at Trey because I played against his pops. In, mm. in college, you know, uh, when he played for Texas Tech. I don't know if, if you remember Darvin Ham when he broke the, the backboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Trey's, yeah. Trey's dad was on that team. Okay. Which is your coach? Yeah. Darvin Ham was one of your coaches. Right. But he's one of your coaches now, though. Right. Yeah. So, so he, you know what I'm saying? Like, so so it's, it's crazy to see him, but, like, just to see. The one thing I was impressed with Trey, more so than anything outside, uh, anything basketball, with how he was able to handle the media. So when we came up and came into the league, like, it was it was no social media. Like, right. this bro was used to the, to, to the big stages in, in the social stage already. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, he, he knew how to handle that. So it, it's been cool. Like, I mean, you just see how young guys, they just got a lot to learn, and they're, they're so talented. But learning the actual game of basketball is different than being good at basketball to me. Like you could be, Yo. you could be good, but it's a bunch of dudes who are athletic. It's a bunch of dudes who can do this, but when it comes down to playoff basketball, yeah. that's when you see what 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 you got. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. so that's right now. My goal is to try to prepare these guys, and it's it's impossible to 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 to, to teach a young guy and 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 spit game to him about what the playoffs are like until you actually. Get there. You can be prepare them all you yeah. want, bro. You gotta be and, but it, yeah. until you actually play in a playoff game, bro, Trial I can tell error. you, bro, every shot matters. I can tell you, bro, the whole world is really watching because it ain't but every so many possession. teams playing. I can tell That's... you it's gonna be packed every night, all that stuff. Like you gotta feel it. Until though. you until you feel it and you mm-hmm. feel how your body feels and how nervous you are when they hammer all the time, like bro, every possession matters. Mm-hmm. Until you go through that, bro, it's it's, it's it don't matter. So like it's been fun to teach them, and you know, I try to try to 
try to spit game and, 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 and explain to them the history of the game and how guys handle it. And, you know, it's always these debates about who's this, who's that. But I was like, bro, you, you don't establish yourself until you, you don't done, something, until done something in the playoff. Thank you. Yeah. That, well, that's why I think that's why I think Milwaukee doesn't get their just due because they've been able to dominate the regular season. It's kind of like Peyton, Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts used to be a great regular season team, great regular season team, mm-hmm. MVP numbers, and then in the playoffs they would you know they would come up short. So that's why I think Milwaukee yeah. doesn't get the respect they get because hell of a team. Giannis is a superstar, but players yeah. know you got to earn that shit in the playoffs. Right, Straight up. right. That's where you. That's where you make your real money. That's where you make your name. So just like we talked about these legendary guys in the Hall of Fame, which guys are, are thriving and wanting to be. Like what you do in the regular season is admirable, and it's right. it's, it's 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 nice. But bruh, April, May, people, June. People are April, May, people June. are talking. Yes, they talking about how much of a superstar you are in the, <laughs> in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. April, May, Whether June. you play four games or you play four four rounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. You go out there and lay an egg in four games, bro. You, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't gonna get that respect. You ain't gonna get that 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 notch you looking for, bro. You can right. say, oh, because I scored. You average twenty something a game. So what? Don't matter, yeah. right? Um, the dogs do come you, out in regular season. Yeah, who do you, yeah. who yeah. who do you, who yeah. do you feel like uh, looking at had the best chance to win the finals this year? I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you ask him this question, you're not. <laughs> you know, it's, hey, it's kind of hard to answer that question when you're still in the league, bro. But Vince, no goddamn well, they didn't have no shot, so he can still answer. <laughs> oh, it. no, we didn't have a shot. Hey, <laughs> hey, bro, we don't. We, <laughs> hey, they can give us 20 games to play. We can't make it. I get it. <laughs> uh, okay. So we, so we out. Um, uh, I, was, I was trying to spam, man. I was trying to nah, spam, I mean, man. Nah, but, nah. I, this is in the come east, on, I think Milwaukee, I think, got a chance. Career. Yeah, I think Milwaukee got a, a legit shot in the East, and 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 then I mean you can go back and forth uh, of of the Lakers and, and the Clippers. Uh, mm-hmm. That's must see TV. I hope right. if this season come back, I hope it comes down to uh, Lakers Clippers in the, in the conference finals, finals instead of an early earlier right. uh, seed. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just I hope so because that's that's what we need. Hell and on yeah. the East, I would like to, I honestly would like to see. Uh, Toronto or 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 Philly? I don't know. I, I just don't know about Philly. Too many uh, questions. I like Boston. Said, Young Boston is uh, had hit their stride right before this shit has stopped. So it's that's the four teams in the East. Like you know, but I think Toronto, Boston, Philly, Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee still comes out of that. And, uh, you know, I, I still think the Western Conference is going to pull it off. This year. Miami going to surprise somebody, Vince. That's another squad. That's that's the other squad. I was Miami's tough. I knew it was somebody. I like- Miami is tough, especially with Butler. They are. Uh, but see, hey, this 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 off time is 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 crucial to mm-hmm. to a young squad, a veteran yeah. squad. Mm, I, I like that because now they're re-energized and had some time off. But it ain't, it's nice. done now. Like young guys, like you know, young guys now they come. Like, okay, yeah, they're gonna try to lock back in and get right, ready. But nah, bro, it ain't you, you lock it back into what they don't really right. know. Like these veterans do, so I think that's gonna play a key role into to the second part of the season too. That's dope. I mean, yeah. until when we get back to what did you think when you saw Donovan Mitchell honoring you wearing your Raptors jersey uh, in the dunk contest? That was crazy, man. That was crazy. Uh, you know, uh, I, I I don't watch it often. You know, I, I I don't know if I've ever said that. I probably I don't watch the dunk contest often. And and when I heard about, I was in the Bahamas uh, when that when that happened, and I was walking around and I heard the guys like, hey. 
this that this guy because he didn't know who he was. This guy got your jersey on a dunk contest. So <laughs> and I go up there and look, and, I, and so I actually watched that. It was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I, I I'm I'm honored when people mention my name or 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 or, or show love like that, bro. I'm I'm definitely appreciative. I, like I've been around for a long time, but like these guys, I'm I'm so much older than these guys, and that just shows he's a historian of the game and. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was dope to see. He he did he he showed love, and Terrence Ross actually did as well. Yeah. Uh, showed some mm-hmm. love, so that's that's just that's crazy to me. Who are your top five dunkers of all time? In game dunkers. In game yeah, top five top yeah. five in game dunkers of all time. Ooh, ooh, ooh. in game. Put your, you can put Besides yourself on the Matt. list. In game, in game, in game, in game. So I'm I'm still gonna give Dominique that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Human highlight uh, film. Yeah. Uh, Dunkers in the league, in game. Uh, and see, I'm looking at it like, I'm talking about not not just dunking on people. Period. I'm talking okay, about guys okay. that, that had, that did Finesse. some dunk contest dunks. Like, who, in you know, game. that's what I'm talking about, in the game. Like, that's, you know, and you know, it's hard to, to name guys currently playing, you know what I'm saying? So... There's one of them that y'all probably can guess. You know what I'm saying? I, I say Josh Smith was out there doing something crazy. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, um, yes, sir. It's, you know, I'm gonna give you one. Top five. Go ahead. Stromile Swift. Stro- Ooh wee. Man, and see, and, and see, Stromile. He wasn't out running people. <laughs> he was one step d- dunking on people. And then oh. gang banging, and then throwing up swans it, it, after and then too. Throwing up the third man. Yo. Look at bro. He was throwing man. that shit up after two. Like, <laughs> yo, this young nigga is dunking the man. shit out the ball. Bro, it's just so many people that uh Yourself. You know, of course. All right, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, <laughs> for hey, because sure. I was trying to do whatever. Like if you put me on the fast break and oh, I yeah. had time to think about it, I was gonna try Dunk to contest. To yeah, me, you're the greatest. Like, you're the you're the you're the greatest in-game dunker of all time to me, and that's not with try, all due respect I, yeah. to other people. Like you were the greatest in-game dunker. I was trying to do whatever, as, man. I wasn't afraid. Yeah, I wasn't afraid. Him and Sean Kemp. Him and yeah. Sean Kemp. That's an, on, Sean Kemp was going to definitely be yeah. on the break and on people. Yeah, people couldn't fuck with you, bro. Straight yeah, and that was my problem. That was my only problem, bro. Like when I had a lot of time to think about it. So you put me on the break, and if I, it's going to sound crazy when I say it, so my bad. So when I jump in the air initially. I'm thinking I'm gonna do some like leaner or whatever, and I might end up get up there and be like, "Nah, I'm a windmill it just because you know." I'm just, <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm, Jack, 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 imagine being able to think once you get up there. Like we're thinking, okay, Have I got the ball, I I'm dribbling, it. I'm at half court thinking about this nigga jumps. Oh, I'm gonna change right. my mind twice. Right, I'm gonna change I, my mind. I'm trying to I'm gonna do this. That, I'm trying not to travel. My, <laughs> my my initial thoughts for Duncan, especially when I was younger. Never ended up being the actual dunk, because uh, sometimes like wow. it, there was a there was a dunk in uh, I played against the Chicago Bulls and I was on a fast break and I was going by myself. There's another player running me down, so he jumps to try to jump over me. I end up going under him and doing a one leg off a of, uh, one foot windmill, but that wasn't my initial plan. Wow! On the dunk, hey, you know so, what, you, know, you just, know what's funny? Before the show came on, somebody is on is on IG today. That's dunk you talking about. You on the fast break and you go uh, you go from on the other side with one hand and one, one hand backwards did. like that. Yeah, so mm. like I'm saying, it's like say, so, so I, it was more instinctive. It was one like, yeah, it was I, one I just, like that to ice cream. Yeah, yeah, I was playing it. I just played it by ear, bro. Like you know, I, I <laughs> must be nice. When I said that, I'm, I'm gonna dunk. I'm gonna dunk you, but right. I'm gonna see what mm-hmm. you're trying to do because, like you said, you had the shot blockers of the world who's like, okay, I know they're gonna jump, but then you had like the Daryl Armstrongs of the world. 
Trying Darryl to Armstrong it. was trying to block oh my dunks. God. That, that he didn't 2010. Care. Black yeah. College, 2020. Black College. I was dunking. I was dunking on Black. I remember catching a lot backwards on Black College, and he's sitting in my chest, and I'm dunking about backwards. Like, bro, what you doing, man? Like, like, I swear to God, I, I'll never forget it. So, uh, I mean, it just depends. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, toughest matchup for you? Who's that one opponent throughout your crew who was the toughest matchup? Ooh, that toughest is tough to name one, but I'm going to say, I'm going to name one guy who people probably never expect, Spreewell. And Ooh, I say Spreewell because, it. bro, Gangsta he didn't spree. care. And Spree did not get tired. Yeah, he had a motor. He did not get tired, bro. I don't care what he was doing. So he was one of Shout the ones. Shout out Spreewell, for real. And, Shout and out Spreewell. When I, first, when I first got in the league, bro, I could, I could not figure out Scottie Pippen, bro. In mm. mm. the hand-checking hand era, like, he was so crafty, smart, and quick with it, bro. Like, you run off screens or he'd tap you in your, in your stomach while you're shooting or just push your hip a little bit. You know, all that stuff that used to be legal. All the tricks. Like, all the tricks. Yeah, man, he had it all. I used to be like, ref, you don't see this? He's like, and back then, referees talked to you like, to man, stop crying and play. Yeah, yeah. Stop crying and play. Like, that's Joey Crawford, young Joey Crawford, or, well, yeah. you know, the younger Joey Crawford. Joey with hair. Come on, man. Yeah, bro, he talked to you bad. Like, so uh, him, Bruce Bowen in the beginning. And once I figured out Bruce, it was, it was nothing. But at first, like, you know, all the dirty tricks he had, uh... Uh, shoot, there's so many. Bruce bro. played defense with his feet. With his feet, hands, knees. You know, he what, I had to, it's, a, but it's so many guys like like stat, uh, stat, you, uh, Matt, like y'all for mm -hmm. sure. You know, and that, that's that's not because y'all here, but like just playing against y'all because Make like, work. guys like that, mm -hmm. I had to work and I had to figure mm -hmm. it out. Like <laughs> it wasn't easy. T A, hell yeah, T -A, yeah. You know, Boston. in Boston, mm -hmm. you know, so so there's a, there's a bunch of guys. Um, mm -hmm. Man, it's like that's just the few that I can name off offhand, and I'm gonna be mad later on because I'm gonna be thinking about this. I'm gonna text y'all and be like, "Bruh, I forgot about somebody." But hey, Spreewell was, Spre hey, was a good call though. Spreewell was a motherfucker yeah. yeah. boy. I think I'm, I'm a, yeah, he's the first person I think of every Nick, time. Nick you know, is, is it is it Golden State or Nick Spreewell for you, right? Nick, yeah, Nick Spreewell, bro. I had the heart that, that year they swept us, man. Golly. So 2003, you're the leading vote getter in the league. Uh, yeah. MJ's last year. You decide to give MJ your starting spot. Talk to us about that. Basically, yeah, I decided, but it was it was it was encouraged by the league that it was a good idea, <laughs> and, you know, by by the powers that be. It was probably a good idea that MJ starts in his last his last All Star game. I ain't no fool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't no fool. First of all, like we all look up to MJ, Facts. and and he's a hero, and like, bro, that that's that's a memory that nobody else can can, can talk about. Black that Jesus. can't be that can't be duplicated. Bro, I, right. I got a story. Like I could tell this story forever. Like you'd be like, oh man, nobody else can say that. Like, and MJ wouldn't take the spot, bro. Like when they said, oh, it's probably good. Idea, I was like, bro, I'm gonna give him this is MJ last year, bro. And you not yeah, starting? Man. Bro, I I, can, I got I got a chance to kind of do this again. You this is your this is your time, MJ. So yeah. and so I pull him aside, bro. It was all day in the morning practice. <laughs> uh, shoot around, whatever you want to call it. I was like, MJ, bro, take it. Nah, nah, nah. You earn this, whatever. All right, cool. I ain't about to argue with you. So we get down there get, right before we're running out. I said, MJ, bro, <laughs> you take the spot. You're going to start, bro. I said, if you don't take the spot, I'm going to stay in the back and I ain't going to come out. Right. I said, I said, bro, yeah. I'm not getting blackballed from the league because you, you talking about this, you know, you earned it. Yeah, okay, cool. I earned it. We, we know that, but... <laughs> You right. starting. You so go right there. before, right before they called him for the starting lineup, he still wouldn't go. 
You see, at the last minute is where he took his, his. If you see it, the last minute he take his shirt off and he go out there, but he would not go. I was like, bro, please, please just go because I'm gonna walk to the back, and, and right. I, I, it ain't happening. So it. he he takes it and and it was like I was like, man, thank God, bro, because that's I, dope I, though because you got you think, was thinking I mean, this starter check so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's all good, but like, bro, but I I'm can thinking, sit there and yeah. say I gave MJ his last right. start, and then yeah. what happened? That fadeaway, bro. He hit the and fadeaway he hit it? like right. Yep. perfect. That's a hell and of a gesture, man. Hell yeah, of I think gesture. the NBA messed up, bro. I think the NBA messed up. They trying to be all technical and stuff. So MJ, y'all might remember. Yeah, y'all definitely remember. I've been around. MJ hit the fadeaway, and they called a timeout. We're trying to get the game stopped right there. Yeah, we the game should have been stopped right there. Oh, forget the. 1.2 seconds or two, however many seconds left. Forget all that. The game over. The greatest of all times just mm -hmm. capped off his most famous Korea, shot right. yeah. ever in the, yeah. in the, in the All-Star game. It should be over. Mm -hmm. I think they, they dropped the ball on that one, my opinion. Any new hobby you've taken up since you've been in quarantine? Nah, golf. That's it, right? you already been I, doing I, that. I mean, no I, Xbox, you know, I, no Call of Duty, so nothing look, like that. I, okay, I'll say that. I, I will say that now. This first thing. I pulled out the, the PS4 because I had one... Uh, PS4 somewhere, and I, I I tried Call of Duty, and I liked it. I'm guilty too. But Call like I said, I, I, I play it, it, it ever so often. So I'll say I, I try. I, I don't picked up the the Call of Duty, uh, trying to play video games again. The video. I games, feel like it's uh, giving me vertigo though. I feel like Call of Duty is giving me vertigo. PTSD. Yeah, all of the above. Everything's just off now because the screen be all up and down and all like. It's just, Man, when I stand so up, I'm like. Uh, the you fuck too, you too old for the you. You gotta think how video games started when we first started playing video games, like Atari one, and shit like that. One graphic, yeah, right. one screen. The Nintendo right there. One That's megabyte, crazy. shit was trash. <laughs> uh, last movie you watched? The Bad Boys movie. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. The new Bad Boys. The new one. Yeah, the new one. It's, you like it's it? Cool. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's, it's cool. Yeah. I right. had to support it regardless. I was gonna support yeah. them regardless. Right. Type of music you fuck with? What artists you fuck with that people would be surprised to hear that you listen to? I'm all over the place, man. Uh, being that I, I played in music and I have a love for music, I listen to a little bit of everybody. Um, yeah, me too. Mystical was a, uh, I was a mystical fan growing up, and then I also was a Wu Tang fan. Mm. So mm -hmm. I, I listen to Wu. Um, now I, a little bit of everybody. I mean, I give everybody a shot. Mm -hmm. I, I, I do. I mean, even if it, if it ain't for me, I, I give everybody a shot because, like you say. Some people like catchy, catchy hooks is, is is what it is now. You know, I'm a lyricist. I like lyrics. Yeah, me I like too. guys who 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 who's spitting spitting some shit. substance. So, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. who who you know what I'm saying. So uh, that's where I am. But I, I give some guys, uh, I, I give guys a, a shot. You know what I'm saying. Kendrick that's Lamar, I, I, I still listen mm -hmm. to. The uh, baby right now is 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 yes. somebody I've been listening to. He kind of catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I, I gotta give hey, hey, I gotta give Roddy Rich some some love too, bro. Cause yeah, shout the man, out the man showed me some love, man. Oh, he, did he? He, 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 he? Yeah, he put my name in the song, man. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put my whole yeah, yeah, in the yeah. rim. It's kind of yeah. I mean, I'm 42, yeah. 43 years old, bro. I, yeah. I, I, I had to give him some love. Uh, funniest teammate you've ever had? Man, that's that's tough. That's tough. Uh, I had a dude by the name of Jabari Smith. Hell, I heard he was funny oh as a motherfucker, God. boy. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know Jabari, You yeah. are not lying, bro. Oh, my God, dog. Dog, they that say, might be one of the funniest dudes. character. Bro, like, I had him in Jersey, bro. Like, he is funny as hell. And, and Didn't he go to LSU? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to put him up there. T.A. is funny, bro. Like, 
funny as hell. Man, it's it's yeah. I, I'm gonna stick with Jabari. It's so many, bro. It's I, over 22 years. You 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 run across. Yeah, a lot you of had a lot of teammates. You had yeah. a lot of yeah. But, that's dope. But as soon as you say that, the first one that came to mind was Jabari Smith, bro. Yeah, he had us cracking funny. up all the time, bro. He's silly. Best city to travel to for games. The Garden. Ooh, mm, legendary. I've had some 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 pretty special nights, and I've had some disappointing nights. But it's something about going into like the Garden. That's just it's it's history. It's legendary. It's a lot of a lot of the stars of stars have done some great stuff, some great things in there. So every time I walk in there, I just I love it. That's what I I, I mean. It's nothing better. They need to try to yeah. get that team right, man, because basketball is yeah. so much better when the Knicks man. are relevant. Absolutely, absolutely. Final question. A historical sit-downs, whether it be taking shots, having some cocktails, drinking wine, who are five people, not counting yourself, you'd want to have at the table? Anyone, dead or alive? For just a night of dope conversation. Ooh. Um, you know, you know, you know, VC Technical, man, he finna break his brain trying to think about this, bro. I, I am, too. You, 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 you see it, <laughs> I know it, you. Yeah, I know you, dog. Uh, I, 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 all right, um, give me, I want Obama. Mm-hmm. Give me uh, Big and Pac. Ooh. Both of them. Yep. Uh, Two give more. Me, give, me, give me Martin Luther. Mm. The King. The King. Yeah, the King. And uh, Dr. J. Oh, Julius. That's nice. I like that. Ooh. He snuck that one. He, sn- he snuck that in there. You got to have a player nice at the table. You got to have a player at the table, yeah. man. You got to yeah. have a player at the yeah. table. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, Obama, Pac, Biggie, MLK, Julius Irvin, and yourself. That's Solid dope. Yeah. Convo. Like, I'm about, like I'm, that's just, I mean, and I pick, I'm trying to pick people that's, like, you, you talking about the, the entire realm. We talking about everything. You can't, right. anything yeah. you want to talk about. They can cover from it. Hooping to smoking. Right. From politics to, to to music, like you know, yep. I, I want I'm 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 I want to learn a little bit. I'm I'm one of those guys. I like to learn a little bit about a lot of things. So mm-hmm. if I can't learn it all through that group, I ain't meant to know it. And then Jack is right down the street. Y'all can hit the strip club right after that dinner. What you said? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's a wrap, man. Vince, we appreciate your time. Appreciate man. you, man. Uh, it was an honor getting to play with you, bro. If yes, that sir. was your final shot, man, 22 years, you held it down. You made a lot of people proud. You're a appreciate legend, it, Hall of Famer. Fuck Thanks. anyone who don't like that. But we appreciate you, man. <laughs> right. We just want to let you know, man, man. We appreciate your run, bro. 22 years, Locked. the longest yeah. career in NBA history, man. That has a lot to do with, man, Thank just you. who you are as a person. Hey, and you, you did it the right way, too, bro. Thank you, man. Right. I appreciate it. I've heard you say that before, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, stack for you saying that and, uh, man it's been a pleasure obviously battling both of you and, uh, and knowing you guys for all these years and the support so uh, it's, it's been it's been a pleasure thanks for having me on no, I appreciate Love it whenever you have a golf that. tournament yeah. and call tournament I'm gonna come play Jack's gonna come drive my car we're gonna know. be out there hey, likewise. let's do it hey, no doubt when you, when you bring yours back let me know I'm yeah, in no doubt no doubt hey man that's a wrap uh, special edition with the one and only Vince Carter you can catch this on Showtime Basketball YouTube or all platform streaming podcasts. All of them. You dig? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. something about how this place forms a different kind of person. On my high school team, we had five guys make the NBA. We had the county rocking. You mentioned Prince George's County. People know what it's about. It's the mecca of basketball. There are those who come before us upon whose shoulders we stand. Being from this area, you have to have tough skin. The gym became his sanctuary. PG County guy. Provide buckets for America. Prince George packs a lot of power, a lot of character. It's nothing that you can do to stop that competitive edge. We're pushing the community and the culture forward. It's just in the water. This life was all I ever wanted. I'm not leaving. Not yet. I was hoping you'd say that. We gotta hit the streets, make some money. People like us must destroy people like him. Get Showtime free at Showtime.com.